Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined as always by my good buddy John. I almost blacked out there, John. <laughs> Forgot your name. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Hey, who am I talking to? Who yeah. is this guy? I got to thinking about five different things when I started the show. And I almost forgot who I was talking to, John. So, but anywho, yeah, I was thinking, well, nobody hit me real quick because I was thinking about. Uh, we were talking before I got on the show about coming down because I'm probably going to be staying at the Wyndham if I come solo. Our good friends at the Wyndham offered me a nice stay, you know, a nice little discount to stay there, which I I cannot refuse, really, John. And uh, But I was thinking about them at the same time to talk about them because of their kindness and also talk about how Elite's no longer our sponsor, but I got to get them out of the front of the show. So I was thinking about maybe I need to drop Elite and add some Wyndham to the front of the show. What do you think, John? Yeah, there you go. Swap it out. Yeah, just uh, you know, thank them for their kindness. How would that be for a few episodes? I think, John. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna probably uh, as long as you're there, probably uh, head over there and record the show again. So that'd be fun. That was a lot of fun at the Oasis Bar, and uh, you know, you can come over, John. I'll, we'll hang out at the bar and have a drink, and then we can head over to uh, the Springs and get a nice meal somewhere. Even though the Ace Oasis does have, dude, me and Brenda had the chicken wings and the. Uh, fish tacos there when they were out of the they were incredible dude i think you tried didn't yeah, you stay there and try them or something yeah i i forgot i was i did that uh podcast by myself there with them guys if you remember correctly and then uh i went down and i tried i think i had the fish tacos yeah they were very good yeah so. they have good food at that oasis full bar and it was a good atmosphere john it everybody was watching us i got this new setup now so Brenda's going to be my uh, little experiment host, and we're going to go sit out on the back patio because I have the regular microphone I'm going to bring down with this new recorder, the one that we've been using the last year now. And we're going to have one microphone sitting in the middle yeah. of the table. So I'm going to take Brenda outside one day this week or next and record to see what the settings need to be so we can just both be sitting there having a normal conversation with one mic in the middle between us. You know what I'm saying? So There you go. 
And I don't eat the microphone, as you guys can tell. Like, literally, my face right now, I bet you I'm three feet from the mic, two feet from the microphone, John, and I sound clear, don't I? Right, yeah. Yeah. I, not to pick on him again, I, I, lo I love Lou. I was listening to him again the other day because I love his shows, the history, and he was doing history of uh, Walt with the military and all, which I really enjoyed. He had an ex-military guy on, so thank you for your service. But, dude, the, the constant clearing of the throat and the drinking and everything, I, I, I just, it, it sounds like it's on steroids to me now. <laughs> and it's, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand how he doesn't hear himself with that. Is it me? Have you listened to him lately? Uh, no, honestly, uh, I hardly listen to any Disney podcasts at all right now. I get my little Disney fix talking to you. Yeah. And uh, other than that, I get about 60 hours of Disney a week, and that's probably all I can handle currently. No, I hear you. So. <laughs> yeah. Me and Brenda's been enjoying uh, the, the Daily Dose, it's called. It's a guy named Kyle and his girlfriend, Casey, which Brenda actually likes him. Again, I mentioned I'm giving him free plugs, but I enjoy his show. And the reason I really like this is because Brenda likes the couple. So no matter what they're doing, they went furniture shopping the other day and she enjoyed them. You know, they went home to Wisconsin, so blah, blah, blah. But theirs is so clear. They eat. You don't hear anything. But, I mean, my buddy Lou's here again the other day like that. I'm like, what? what you, how did, after 700 and some shows, how does he not know that's not cool, John? <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, I think he's, like you call him, he's the podfather yes. of Disney podcast. I mean, he's, he's, yeah. unless he's, he's probably the, uh, he's the birth giver of almost all the shows. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, unless he's to the point now where he's the old man that unzippers his pants and sitting there on the chair and <laughs> get, don't care what get you think. Just, just says, uh, you guys are going to listen to me no matter what. He thinks he's the Beatles of podcasting, so we're going to listen anyway. You know, but. There you go. I don't know. I just, it just drives me nuts, John. Uh, but anyhow, buddy, I'm hoping to come down. Our good friends at the Wyndham, I'm coming down, but it's not, it's it's a high percentage of solo of the end of August there, or third third week of August, it looks like I'm going to be seeing you, John. And we were talking about I'm probably going to be staying at the Wyndham, but the good thing about staying at the Wyndham so close to the Springs, I was telling you, I'm going to be taking a different bus home every day. One for Riverside, one for French Quarter, and one for Old Key West. I'll get off at all three of them in the middle of the afternoon and take a nice boat ride down to the Springs and walk back to the resort each day. Yeah, absolutely. And you get uh, to experience different modes of transportation and get to check out the resorts. And I mean, uh, a lot of times you could even stop. You could stop at Olivia's and get lunch if you wanted to yeah. or, or uh, stop at uh, uh, the the what's the boat rights yeah you know get to get some dinner or whatever or maybe even if you were spent the evening out see yeehaw bob before you walk uh before you took the boat back so all yeah. kinds of things yeah i'm probably gonna be doing all that because i'm barely gonna be in the hotel especially me i'll be on the run all the time if i'm down there alone because that's what i did the one other time i did that i was like i was everywhere 
Oh, and folks, but... when he says on the run, he means a very fast walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you can say I didn't exaggerate by how fast I walk. Did I? I feel I feel terrible for Brenda. How she tries to, but she she must try to try like crazy to keep up with you when you all are walking somewhere together. So. I'll tell you what, she does good now, John. I don't feel like uh, I'm being held back at all. But okay, the good. but the guys at work, dude, they're like they, you know. 28,000 steps that fast you're doing something dude <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah that's how i move dude they're like up and down the stairs over here but yeah you you got the experience to walk through epcot with me didn't you john yeah yeah you know it's epcot i'm trying to stroll and you're you're doing some kind of uh fitness uh <laughs> marathon walk but, Doug, but, Doug, relax but believe it or not, that was me cruising, John. I was relaxing. That wasn't my full walk. I was trying to hold up a little bit, buddy. So, yeah, I mosey on along, Johnny. There you go. But anyhow, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, we talked before we'll be doing mostly Epcot. I might do a couple Ubers here and there. I'm going to have my rental car. But after driving down, uh, you know, a 1,000 miles and driving back, I, I might be... I'm going to want to park. I'm probably going to park the one day maybe at the Animal Kingdom. We'll see what happens. But uh, for the most part, I'm probably going to be uh, taking buses back to those resorts. Because the boats run till 11 o'clock usually, so that's pretty good. I, I know I'll be at the parks close at 9. I could get back to those resorts. And worst case scenario, I'll hop on one of those buses to the Springs. Because what time do the buses from the resorts run to the Springs, John? You should know that. Midnight? Uh, it depends what time the springs closes, but uh, it, it's at least an hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours after uh, the after springs closes. So, uh, and I I don't want to let everybody know this. It's a secret, but really, Doug, we we can't leave until the parks are clear. So I'm just saying. Yeah. So yes, I mean I worked uh, uh when I worked Magic last because we recorded last week on my way in. Uh, and uh, I worked magic and closed magic. There was 32 buses sitting out there waiting for the last two people to leave. So, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, guys, anytime, fellas, come on, really, let's yeah, that's, go. That's so, crazy. The only positive so, part, you're yep. racking up some hours. Yeah, well, I mean, that if you don't mind working nights, that's the gig for you because uh, usually we're done – even even waiting there, we're done an hour and a half or so before you're supposed to clock out. So a lot of times, technically, if you want to go home, you can go out. But I'm getting paid overtime, so I am going to sit and wait until I'm supposed to clock out. So Absolutely. That's what I did. And, and so. that's a good thing. Like, even if I wait to Epcot, close it, and then still take a, the last bus back to Riverside or Old Key Westwood, the good thing is I can hop on any of the three. I mean, well, two, because there's only one bus that serves Riverside and French Quarter. But whatever one comes first, I can hop on. And uh, I know the springs don't close. Minimum, it'll be midnight. Bustle will be running, too, because most of the bars and restaurants don't close till 11, 12 o'clock down there. Through the weeknight, um, it's usually 10.30 or 11, but yeah, um, Friday and Saturday nights, you're probably looking at 11.30 or midnight. So Yeah, so you're talking 11.30 during the week, the buses will be running yeah. minimum. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so if I'm out of the park, any of the parks I close by 9, and I do take the bus back to one of the resorts, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to get a bus down to the Springs for sure. Yep. So... 
But yeah, that's my plan. You know, I am uh, right now. It's Wyndham bound. Brenda changes her mind and she decides to go that Labor Day week with me. Uh, then we'll be staying at either Riverside or Boardwalk, John. That's the plan right now. But you'll be seeing me soon, buddy. You'll be getting some meals and meals and some beers. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So maybe I can maybe I can remember why I go through all this to work at Walt Disney World. <laughs> it's been a while since I had a good time out there. So. There you go. Uh, my buddy Joey's down there right now, a good friend of the show. He's down there, man. He, he was sending me pictures this morning of uh, he was singing in the rain, dude. It was coming down in buckets there today, this morning, wasn't it? Yeah, it started about, I would say about 11 o'clock, and it's been on and off since then, uh, almost across all of Central Florida. From where I live over near the West Coast, uh, the East Coast, kind of just these showers rolling through one after another. So I was supposed to do yard work when I got home today. It's not going to happen, so... I'll have to get up tomorrow morning and get it done before the heat of the day. So, but that's all right. You know, with these hours, like 6:30 is sleeping in. So if I if I get up at 6:30 and get yard work done, I'm, I actually slept in about three hours. So no, that's all I right. hear you. All right, that's my 4:30, 5 o'clock is my normal time off, John. So I feel you. you sleep seven o'clock, you felt like you got it done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got. I've got one day this week at Springs actually. I go in at 4:22, so I will be rising and shining about 1:45. <laughs> so, oh, you like Molly? That's yeah. That's uh, that's that's scary when you're out at that time of the morning. You don't know who, why other people are out. <laughs> Where are you going? So, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I might I might have to if I had the recorder and all with me, John. I might put it on the seat because I'm driving down. And maybe we'll connect with each other and we can record something with me headed down and you headed home. <laughs> <laughs> Driving! Keep, keep each other company. There you go. So, uh, Spaceship Earth at Epcot closing for a brief refurbishment, John. So, my buddy Joe, who I was saying, is down there. I'm sure he's disappointed that's closed for a few days. But they've been having a good time. He's been sending pictures. He said Guardians of the Galaxy is best ride ever. A lot of people agree with him. If you don't have motion sickness issues, I can see how you'd like that. And if you like, if you like sci-fi, if you like the movies to begin with, if you dig the Avengers, and then on top of that, it's a fantastic ride uh, with a totally new ride concept. Hyundai versus Nissan Sentra. Oh, sorry, dude. I'm going through our websites and uh, fine. A commercial fine. just don't, came don't up. Don't pay it. That's all right. Don't pay any attention no, to what continue. I'm saying. No, continue. If you're That's a sci-fi... Dude, I was really... Listen, I was pissed off. If you're listening, if you're a real sci-fi, go ahead. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Hyundai's a com part of our commercial now, John. I'm getting a free vehicle. Uh, apparently. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, it. it uh, I've heard a lot of people say that it's the best ever. And I think... I would say about 80% of people agree with me that it's better than Tron. So, Tron's nice. And Tron's really cool. And I haven't rode Tron at night. So, I want to do that at some point and see the lights over there and stuff like that. Because that, I mean, regardless if you think it really fits into uh, Tomorrowland, which I guess it does, uh, it's the lights uh, certainly do. You know, because that's one of the coolest parts about Tomorrowland at night is all the neon lights and so forth and so on. So, all that fits in really well. So, but, no, uh, yeah, for the most It 100% fits over Tomorrowland. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Guardians is great, so I'm glad he liked it. Yeah, he's he texted me from down. Oh, dude, greatest ride ever! Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. He, he really liked it. Uh, 
Uh, and then he had, you know, he's eating at a few places they've really enjoyed. He's having a very good trip, making me eager to get down there. Good. Getting you, getting you all hyped up. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it, John, but I'm afraid of, uh, of losing my cookies on it. Is it really that motion sick bad? What would you say, scale one to ten? It's not Body Wars bad, is it? Because Body Wars makes made Brenda turn green. It's it's the Body Wars. Hi. It didn't bother me. I wrote it three times, but they were all well spaced times. I just I I think you'd be just fine riding it once. I just don't think you'd want to ride it more than once in a row anyway. Okay, but, uh, is it more like is it more is it more motion than dinosaurs? It's totally different to Dinosaur because Dinosaur is such a rough up and down type thing. This is very smooth, so it's not rugged. Um, the track is smooth, but it you just at times are you're spinning or not spinning, but turning while you're moving forward. And a lot of people have a issue with that type of thing. Like the so, teacups, huh? <laughs> it's the teacups. Uh, the teacups is probably the scariest ride on Disney property. Yeah, I, if I get I stuck in one of those teacups with an idiot, they want to spin it a thousand times. That would have been me about 20 years ago, but I can't do that anymore. But yeah. uh, no, I won't ride teacups anymore. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's not really. It doesn't spin in circles. It just rotates. But it rotates as you are your as your vehicle as the whole train is going down a circular pattern. Okay. If you kind of, as you're as you're going down in a spiral, you know, on the track, the car itself is rotating inside to watch what's happening inside the inside the track. So. Well, I've seen uh, videos of it. Now, is it? Now, how can I put it this way? Do you think it's more motion sickness than what Flight of Passage is? Because that could get you if you don't pay attention. Or do you think it's on the same playing field as like Flight of Passage? What do you think? Yeah, I would say I would say it's probably about the same as, as Flight of Passage, and it's nowhere near as bad as uh, uh, Mission Space. Okay. Space is teacup level type crap. Yeah. So. Mission Space is just stick your finger down your throat, and if you, you <laughs> and you're going to throw up almost. That's how it is yeah. to me. I understand what they were trying to go with that, but yeah, yes, yeah. God, it just not isn't pleasant. Mm-mm. No. And the other one that could get me a little motion sick was Star Tours. Uh, it, again, it's it's totally different. I would yeah. say the closest thing is probably to compare it to would probably be Flight of Passage. Okay, yeah, because so. I made it through Flight of Passage. The only time I got sick on Flight of Passage was was uh, when that heavy set guy couldn't get in, dude. And and then his wife was yelling as he was leaving, and we took off, and we took off, and I was looking sideways at her yelling and. It got me, like the whole ride started with me off kilter. If it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, uh, the only thing that bothers me, I mean, it was uh, Mission Space and the teacups anymore. But um, like uh, Tron, see, Tron was different because I rode Tron three times in a row, and by the last time I was kind of like, yeah, a little iffy. But that was three in a row. So yeah, uh, and Guardians, I, think Tron- I don't think I. I, I'm not. The only thing I'm fear to Tron is my uh, man parts. I hear some stories that they can get a little bad. So yeah, it's 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 uh, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I've had my, they lock you in really tight. So. Yeah. I owned the crotch rocket when I was a kid, so I know what that feeling's yeah, like. I've ran, I've raced cycles my whole life, so 
I'm a battered and bruised human. So I, I'm just worried about that. That's more because that there, as long as you focus straight ahead, you're fine on that, in my opinion. Yeah. It's just if you start looking all over the place, that'll get you. So Tron, I'm not so scared of. I'm just worried. I just don't want to wait in the line. I'm worried about the lines. Guardians is the one I'm worried about. I'm going to get on that. I'm definitely going to do it, but it'll probably be a one and done for me. And I got to take the Benadryl or whatever to, uh, the, uh, not the Benadryl because I don't want to fall asleep on it. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, what is it? Now I'm losing my. The motion sick. The, yeah, the, the, Dramamine. The Dramamine. Dramamine. Yeah, there you go. See, see, so, dude. I got these cin cinnamon chewable ones that we get. They're they're oh. they're not like taking the real pill. They're made out of uh, cinnamon or whatever, or uh, yeah, not cinnamon. Uh, Ginseng. Gin ginger. They're ginger pills. Oh, okay, ginger. Yeah, they're not okay. all natural. So I'll take a couple of them because they really don't hurt you. I mean, it's all natural. It's not like taking, you know, the full drug itself. So that's what we take when we fly. So I'm gonna take a couple of them before I get on that, like a half hour before, you know. So. Actually, Doug, the the closest thing I could compare flying or uh, um, guardians is the seasickness. If you never had a problem and you used to go boating all the time, if you never really had a problem in the ocean, then you probably wouldn't have a problem with that because that's the same type of thing where you're where you're you know you're going forward but you're going up and down at the same time that type of stuff. Yeah. So. See, I was okay on a boat as long as the boat was moving. Boom, boom, boom. But if we just sat there and swayed, that's when I would get seasick. Like, you know how okay. every once in a while you'd stop, you'd, you're just sitting there fishing, and the boat's just sitting there, and it's... Yeah, well, rocking. And, yeah. yeah, rocking. That's when I would get seasick, and then my stepfather, he would just move us a little bit, and we'd be fine, you know what I'm saying, to break up the monotony, yeah. so... I I get motion sick, John, if I'm in the back of the car. Let me put it this way. We're going down the road. You could swerve left and right. I'm fine, but if I look down at my feet while you're driving, I can get motion sick. <laughs> it's weird. And I can't sit in the back seat of a car. Unless I could see through. If I'm blocked and can't see the road, I can get motion sick. So, It ought to be very interesting. You want to ride it with me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll play. Guess what Doug had for lunch after I get off. <laughs> uh, Walt Disney World monorail system returns to service after maintenance work. Sure, all the people at staying at the deluxe resorts that has monorail were happy that it's back up and running again. Uh, Tiana's Bayou is moving along, John, and uh, the scaffolding's like everywhere now. Yep, construction is proceeding, so. Dude, what I'm excited about, they're talking about uh, Moana's being open maybe by next month, John. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, it's supposed to be coming on the hub sometime soon for us to get previews to walk through it, so I will let you know as soon as I see the sign up for it. Dude, I don't even care if I can go through it. I just want to take the damn wall, all the walls down. Even if I could just see it, I'll be happy. I don't need to walk through it. I just don't. I just want my world or future world back to normal. You know? Yeah. Just the fact that if you could take the monorail around and totally look at it, that would yeah. be nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Poly Resort. That tower is moving along, John. I'm sure you see it as you're driving the bus around. It's getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? It is indeed, and there's a lot of a uh, lot of construction still going on. It they got a lot of guys moving in and out of there. Because so. I could see me doing the uh, again if I'm alone, I could see me doing the walking trail all the way around through the Floridian uh, uh, and the Poly and 
grabbing some snack crub grubbing some snack crub and crawl and a couple drinks through those resorts john oh i think you can hand over to you really need to i don't think you've uh have you checked out trader sam's yet no i have not john that you need to make a you need to make yourself a date at trader sam's because that's a good time uh when me and lisa stayed at the folly we actually had the uh uh bar food there one night we didn't we didn't get inside because this was right after it opened it was really popular but we sat outside we had the sliders and the uh, tacos and they were both really really good it's a great atmosphere a lot of fun so maybe i'll head over there one day for lunch from the magic kingdom if i'm in that area yeah you ain't gonna do it for one i think they open at four until 10 30 or something Uh, like that so maybe do it late dinner maybe what i'll do is uh take a bus over to there or some or get dropped off and uh, have my maybe dinner before i did a magic kingdom night that would be cool yeah go in there and get your dinner and have a have a a drink and then uh, head over to the magic kingdom yeah yeah that's a possibility I just got to figure out what my buddy John's going to be able to do to visit me for that week. How we're going to work that out. Well, you're going to have to expect you to stay on the bus for a couple of runs with me. So. Well, yeah, you'll have to give me your schedule. I'll find you wherever you're at. Yeah, I'll have to track your phone, John. <laughs> I'm trading for hours, so I'm all over the place. Uh, actually, this week I've done... Uh, let's see, I've been at Disney Springs, Magic Kingdom, Hollywood Studios. We lost you, John. So? We lost you for a second there, John. You said Hollywood Studios, and then you disappeared. Hollywood Studios, Disney Springs, Magic Kingdom, and Epcot I've worked at this week. So everywhere and anywhere I can get hours. So. Well, that's, uh, well, it keeps things interesting. You're not running the same loop, right? That's part of it too i get real yeah you're taking the turnpike home you're getting the turnpike home today aren't you no i am taking our our way that i usually go but it's raining okay okay you said you normally get real bored and then what uh that's why i don't mind doing the different hubs because i get i get a real you know different routes and stuff so yeah well I would enjoy the different rounds. I mean, in some ways, there's something for saying you don't have to worry about thinking some days if you do the same one over and over again, but it does get boring. Yeah, so. Anyhow, you're, are you, is everybody happy down there that Mr. Iger signed on for another two years or three years? You know, us, us uh, uh, little people don't even pay any attention to that crap, honestly. So. Yeah. Well, I will tell you one thing. I've been, you know, I listen to the Disney stock and all the news because we do this stupid show and we love it so much. But I've heard multiple analysis because they said Disney uh, two years ago was worth over $300 billion, like $330 billion or something like that. And now they're only, they're down to $165 billion. They're like, their value is almost cut in half. It was like 304 down to 165 and there's been some people now talking like was for a while there people were telling netflix to buy disney and all that netflix is worth more than disney right now from what this couple reporters have said and now there's rumors that there's been multiple people saying that they wouldn't be surprised if disney was bought out within the next three years by somebody else 
That would be that's crazy. Been tried before. Yeah, it's been tried before, so. Well, they said it's down to the point now with everything they own, it's more advantageous, if you get what I'm saying. With yeah. everything as low as it is right now, with everything they own with Star Wars and all the you know franchises that they do own with the Marvel and everything else, they're ripe for the picking right now. And I'm on the fence with that. If, if it was the right people, I'd be happy if it walked. And, and uh, Roy Jr. somehow bought it. Wouldn't you be happy, John? A couple of rich billionaires that really, really cared. But well, That'd be interesting, but I have a feeling it would be, and, and not to, uh, I don't want to disparage anybody, but uh, Saudi Arabia millionaires are trying to buy every freaking thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know about that, you know? <laughs> so, no, I mean, they... they no. Yeah, they what what they they're partial owners of golf right now. They're trying to buy uh, buy the WWE wrestling uh, oh, uh, federation. So what know. about uh, the Robertsons and all that that own Universal? That would be interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know what how that would work out though because I mean they still have to run competing businesses. So that'd be interesting, unless but. it was a merger. Woo, woo. I'm just complex. And, and I'm just <laughs> I'm just talking out loud. I mean, who knows? I know nothing, but. That would be a hell of a merger, wouldn't it? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> but And the thing that cracks you up is, and it shows you how political the whole world is, like for a while there, Sirius and XM radios were talking about ban uh, uh, merging for the longest time, and it was blocked because it was considered uh, monopoly. You get what I'm saying? But yeah. these two companies are worth so much, Monopoly doesn't exist if they wanted to merge. You understand what I'm yeah, saying, John? Because yeah. the right people would be paid off. But uh, their stocks have been hit really bad lately, and it uh, it scares it, it it's it's scary to think that they might they could be bought out. And I wouldn't be yeah. shocked either. Yeah, I, I would I would be surprised, but I wouldn't put it past. I mean. Uh, Crap happens all the time that you don't expect. So, Who would stop know. Apple? Remember, there was rumors of Apple buying them once. Yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah. like that could swallow them up. I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that's what a lot of people are saying. If, if they were ever be the be bought out these next couple years, and a lot of people have predicted within the next two or three years they will be. So we will see. Did you just hear me swallow? No, no. Okay. Sorry. I didn't. Hit. <laughs> I swallowed before I hit the mute button. I felt bad. I apologize to all who yell at me. And, and if you heard me, my hypocrisy just showed. <laughs> but no, I'd be interested to see and what happens with all that. And the other thing that cracks me up, you watching all these movie stars crying. And, and I'm a union member, so I feel for them. And I don't like AI. Nobody, Everybody knows I don't like mobile order and all that crap, John. Unless I have no choice. You know what I'm getting at? But yep. all these actors are crying about their, and the writers, which I get it. The writers are, you know, a lot of cases are a little smaller than the actors are. But you got all these actors like, uh, we walked off set. We're no longer like, like, and these are the ones that are worth twenty, thirty. They ain't, they ain't interviewing the commercial actors and all that are suffering. They're, they're all they're interviewing is the real ones that are sitting on a hundred million dollars, thirty million dollars, and they're all bitching about keeping food on their table and crap like that. Where were they when all the cast members were fighting for a contract, John? They're all, like, where are these Hollywood stars when the local electricians or plumbers or anybody else 
I guarantee when the carpenters are on strike from building their sets, these movie stars aren't backing them. But they want all the other, all everybody else to feel sorry for them right now. There's the biggest. They are the biggest group of nar- narcissists. What about I'm not actors like drive me nuts, John. Apparently, but yet you watch the all the awards. Um, no, I don't anymore because I can't take. Because no, I don't watch the award shows anymore because it's all political. It's all bullshit. They're all up there uh, talking crap that. Save energy as I get in my... Oh, did I show you the seven Corvettes and two Camaros I own in my 70 Chevelle? You know, you know, the hypocrisy drives me nuts. All I do is if I watch award shows anymore, I scream at the TV. <laughs> oh, because you'll watch them all talk about electric cars and all this other crap, and they're pulling up stretch gas limos, John. They're, building, they're pulling up in Escalades, pulling up in excursions, pulling up in, uh, you know, Hummers, you know, stretch Hummers, and they're telling me on stage, just like you have uh, Leonardo DiCaprio after he did The Remnant. You remember that movie about the Indian and all that stuff? Support the American Indian and all this others. This son of a bitch is getting on his airplane, his private jet to fly to his 150-foot yacht that gets like a half a mile to the gallon and telling me to conserve energy and save our planet. They're the biggest group of hypocrites ever. When Disney employees are on, they can barely feed themselves and living in their cars out in California, and they have to work because they don't have the power to actually strike. Would you know that, John? How many years did you go waiting for your contract? Uh, yeah, almost a year, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's not even an option to strike, really. So. Exactly. But then you have all these actors, uh, we got to feed our families. Uh, what? Third, what do you got? A million people in your family? <laughs> I mean, who are you feeding, lady? Making your twenty-three million dollars a year or whatever the heck they're making each one of them. It's just disgusting the hypocrisy of them, John. So no, I don't watch any of that crap anymore because I just yell at the TV the whole time. I can see that happening. Yes. Oh, it does. I hate yeah, hypocrites, I, I, dude. It's the same thing when, uh, and I. It's the same thing though when sports uh, uh, strike because they're making ridiculous amounts of money too. And yes, I understand that the owners make more and the owners are not the ones out there, but it, it's the same thing. Oh, well, the actors are make a lot of money, but they're complaining that the producers make a lot of money. All you guys, everybody is in a totally different world than the rest of, you know, the 98% of, of Americans that that, work, that struggle every day to, to try to find uh, the to make the mortgage payment. You know, you guys, all of you guys are so rich and you you don't have real problems. Well, that's the problem with all of our unions, though, dude. Most of our unions are hip. We have no, we don't have, one, we don't have the power we did before, but most of them are hypocrites and bullcrap, too, because one group will go on strike. Like, there'll be jobs we have down around here. It'll be 70% union, 30% non-union. And the trades that are screwed, the other ones won't walk out because all they're worried about is putting money in their, in their mouth, the under, you know, food yeah, in their mouth. Yeah. So they don't ever, they, nobody, none of us band together. Just like uh, you got our our BAs and all asking us for, we need a quarter more for this, we need a quarter more for that. And, and when I go to them, when they're all driving, because 
we have our business agents, they all drive uh, Tahoes, they drive Durangos and all this other crap. And I'm at the meeting because they're asking more money out of our check for health care. And I'll say to them, well, why the hell am I paying for you to tow your boat to the shore in a Suburban when you could be driving a Honda Civic or a Kia Soul like I am and saving gas? Because I never see more than one of you in a car together. So why, why am I paying for you to take your family to Disney World in the family truckster? And then they all look at me like I'm a J.O., John. Yeah, our, uh, our union president drives a brand new F-150 extended cab. Uh-huh. So yeah. where'd all that money come from? Yeah, okay, well, buddy. The bottom line is even if he paid for it himself, you're still paying for the gas car that he drives around in. Yeah. He can get to all his meetings in a Honda Accord or a Honda. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? absolutely. And I asked that. The one time when I was in Philly, they bought uh, two excursions and six explorers. And I stood up because it was there were Fords. And I stood up. Why couldn't you do it? Why couldn't I bought you eight Ford Fusions? Why the hell am I buying all these Suburbans? I mean, these... Escal uh, excursions and explorers, John. And, and I'm getting the stink eye and, and getting yelled back. At, and, and I don't, but little do you know, I don't care, John. You know, but it's just the hypocrisy in a lot of these unions, the crying and the screaming. I'm a union member. I believe in, if you're going to bleed union, bleed union. Show up to your meetings, do what you're supposed to do. Uh, pay your, you understand what I'm saying? But Stick by the rules. Don't just don't use the rules as you. You know, there's too many gray areas for me, John. Yeah, when we had uh, our first union uh, vote, uh, the first contract that came out for uh, Disney bus drivers was the same raise that we ended up getting, and we all voted no for the on the contract because not all the other. Uh, cast members got the appropriate raise. So we voted no and stood with everybody else. And I think it was a 98%, 99% no vote on that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they went back to the tart table and got everybody the fair raise. But uh, bus drivers didn't get anything more. Yep. So we actually did what we were supposed to do. We stood with uh, the rest of the union. So. But the sad part is, as long as it took for you guys to get your raises and to get to the scale that you're supposed to finish at, you're already behind the times with the inflation oh, yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, the inflation yeah. right now is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I watched a show, too, the other day with, uh, they showed, because they were talking about the Disney ticket when it opened. Yeah. And it showed that, like, I think it was $3.50 would it equal for you to go to the park for the day or whatever when they opened or whatever. Yeah. But, and then they went to the $27 a day, up to the 78 up to now $170 a day on the most expensive ticket. You follow me, John? Whatever. Yep. But they said if Disney would have followed the baseline, it shows you the greed. And this, we'll go to sports teams and other things, too. But they said if Disney show, did the inflation of what every other product did from when they opened to now, a park ticket would be like $38 a day is what it should be. <laughs> by, by what everything else in life went up. Gas and cars. You understand what I'm saying? By what everything... Disney is going up like a hundred and some percent. You understand? Like they have, they, they, what they're saying is they think they've gotten to the point now where a lot of people are pushing back saying, no, you're, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, it is now, Doug. But when you, when you look at those original prices, factor in that uh, for that $3 or $275, you weren't riding any rides. You might have been able to ride the Delta Dream Flight because I think that one was always free. But there was no, you weren't going on any other tickets. attractions. 
yeah, that was, and then you were buying the E tickets and the B tickets, and and I remember buying the books, and I yeah. would only, mom would always only get like one book, so I'd get one E ticket ride, and that would be it. So, I mean, it, if you really wanted to experience the entire park for the whole day, you were spending twelve or thirteen dollars. So exactly, I mean, but it, that's what they ended up saying. But they ended up putting it. Then yeah. they went to the twenty-two dollar. And then okay. they expanded. I mean, as long as they started at that point, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. start at ten or twelve. No, don't no. start at a dollar seventy-five. They just showed really the original. Well, they started so, the three fifty yeah. was actually Disneyland, the original yeah. park opening, John. Then they went up to Disney World and they went to like twenty-two, and they went to from that is what they did inflation each year, like how everything oh, yeah. else went up the normal prices, and it showed how. Disney has far exceeded any other oh, part of entertainment well, there is at, with the greed. Well, Doug, even uh, back when you first went in 96, and I bought Lisa and me a ticket in 96 when we, when, uh, we came down for Christmas when I was in the Navy, do you remember what price you paid at that time? All I know is the first time we went down, it was a 10-day, we got a 10-day park hopper. Okay, and by so the you probably didn't spend much at all. No. Maybe two hundred and forty dollars. By the that. yeah, I, mean, I remember by the tenth day it was like three dollars extra for that yeah, day. You know, yeah, or something crazy like that. But I think it was like forty or maybe fifty-five dollars. I I don't know. But the both I of us paid like six, five, six hundred dollars for a park hopper and all included. Yeah, I think the the day that we went to the Magic Kingdom, I had to buy one day tickets and. It was during the holidays, and I think it was thirty-six dollars a piece. Yeah, I think it was like seventy-two bucks. Yeah, so, for both of us. So, and that is the the incredible amount because if you think from the time that they went to no to from uh, no e tickets, uh, I think that was seventy-nine or eighty, and it was probably thirteen or fourteen dollars to get in that that time. To and and over the next twenty years, they only raised it about twenty bucks, twenty-two dollars yeah. or something like that. Then from thirty-six to a hundred and thirty-six in the last uh, what thirty years. Yeah. I mean that's the massive increase. It's yeah. Like, and that's the crazy part. They're saying that Disney's basically the Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift's the music industry's version of Disney. You know. And Barbara Strike and all them that charge a thousand dollars a ticket and all that crap. It's getting to the point where, like, my wife loves Billy Joel. He had tickets at 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 the stadium. I was looking at him. The cheapest ticket I could buy to go see him was like two hundred fifty, three hundred dollars. John, I couldn't justify yeah. to sit all the way up in the nosebleeds. That's equivalent to paying now one hundred and seventy dollars, and you're still not guaranteed to get on a ride. Yeah. That's the, But the point that we're making is, and these were Disney fans I was watching, that it's gotten to the point where the greed is even getting the staunchest and the craziest Disney fan to, to, to say, I, I can't do it anymore. And that's the sad part. They've, they've gotten totally... They've turned into uh, McSc- uh, what what it, what's the uh, McScrooge McDuck? Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, that's Scrooge who they... McDuck. Yeah, that should, be, that should be their new... Uh, instead of Mickey, it should be McScrooge McDuck should be on all their merchandise so <laughs> but he's on the 2026 john he said they can't find anybody else that is groomed enough to run this company john okay just say the just say the honest mr Iger. you want two more years of money uh anyhow uh pricing and details to reason for disney's not so spooky spectacular dessert party we watch Kyle and them do the dessert parties too for the hundred dollars a piece. I don't think it's worth it, John. 
You're only allowed the one drink, they tell you, too. Alcoholic beverage. No, well, I'm done. Nah, yeah. Never mind. But it was like, they ended up getting good. I want a, at least a couple of beers. Yeah, they got, yeah. it was a Blue Moon, he said, and he said he was only allowed to have one Blue Moon. It was a big, it was like a 16-ouncer, but it was only one. Hmm. But they spent that, and it looked really good. But I couldn't eat enough sweets to justify 100 bucks, Sean. No, and just the view of the fireworks isn't worth isn't worth uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, the other eighty five. So no, but here we go. I'll read this and then we'll do some food and wine, John. How's that sound? Because that's the big All news. All right, sounds good. Uh, booking for Disney's not so spooky spectacular dessert party will open on July eighteenth, which is two days from now, for events starting August eleventh, John. So I'm gonna have to yeah. There's two dates that my, the the Magic Kingdom are closed at six o'clock when I'm down there, John. <laughs> I mean, already. Oh, Doug, uh, uh, the poor cast member standing there outside yeah. ushering people out when Doug has to leave. Oh, yeah. uh, they're gonna get an earful. Absolutely, dude. Now, now, get. I would go. I'm gonna go to customer service and bitch that day. I might go there that day on purpose just to go to customer service to file a complaint. I want to ask for a refund. Guest relations, that's yep. their job. Yep. Not, not the not the not the cast member standing out by the gate. No, <laughs> no, I won't it. yell at him. Come on, John. I got. It. I know my etiquette. The, <laughs> the Tomorrowland Terrace view cost one hundred and fourteen dollars, including tax and gratuity for guests ten and older. Uh, Sixty nine for guests three to nine. So, John, could you? Sp- I mean. And me and Brenda were talking last night. That would be the best one because you actually get a seat and you could just stay there and fill your guts for the whole time. The other way, you get like an hour and you got to go out. You follow me to go get to your yeah. spot to watch. The second one is the Plaza Garden View, which is the new area where they put the fake grass down in the hub. And that's $99 for guests ages 10 and older and 59 for ages 3 to 9. And then... Uh, blah blah blah, and that's they're they're the two prices, John. Uh, do you think you want a hundred dollars for buying some cupcakes and some sweets, chocolate covered? They they were raving about the chocolate covered strawberries. I, I, I'll go to I'll go around here and go to the Amish market and get Brenda like five dozen for <laughs> that, and and still have seventy five dollars left. You know what I mean? Yeah, and neither me nor Lisa are even fans of uh, chocolate with fruit, so that's <laughs> that's gonna go past us anyway. So, and there's not that many of these events, John. There's only uh, August 11, 15, 18, 22nd, 25th, and 29. September 1st, 4, 8, 10, 12, 15, 17, 19, 22, 24, 26, 28, 29. October 1st, 3rd, 5th, 6, 9, 10, 12. 13, 15, 16, 19, 20, 22, 24, 26, 27, 29, and 31, and they even extended their greedy little butts to November 1st. Let's throw one more day in. Halloween. Sure. There wasn't enough Halloween parties. We need another gouging one. And these are all the days that you get your butt kicked out at 6 o'clock when you paid full admission to the park. Because you guys got to, honestly, if you're booking a trip, Make sure you look because they're they're going to charge you the same amount to be kicked out at six as they're going to charge you to be kicked out at nine. Am I lying, John? Yeah, you want to definitely go to the Magic Kingdom on a non-party night. I have to say, unless you don't have plans on staying for fireworks and all that other stuff. 
but yeah i mean if you plan on making the magic kingdom your entire day uh, definitely do not well, go on a party night. And especially if you don't have park hopper on your ticket and that's the other yeah. thing john i truly this is where this is the disney difference between old and new i think old if you made that mess up and you went to them they would probably give you granite to go to another park but if you don't have park hopper on your ticket make sure you look because you're screwed because you can't go to any other park either yep you know so make sure Off you look disney springs with you <laughs> yeah yeah don't don't go to the magic kingdom if you have a single day ticket and you want to go home get lunch and come back that night or get you know come home refresh and go back to the park because it closes at six and they're not letting you go into any other park so Anyway, uh, they got Flamingo Friday the dance at uh, J Lo now, John, at the Disney Springs last throughout July. So if you want to go out there and uh, do some flamingo, I heard you're good at it, John. You know it. And then one last thing I have guest gets irate during Remy's Ratatouille adventure breakdown signage installed. So some guests went nuts on Remy Ratatouille, John. I don't know what the hell happened there. Yeah, I saw a fight in Tomorrowland the other day that was on the on the news too. So, yeah, yeah, people are people are losing their mind. It's hot, but I mean, actually, Doug, uh, it's actually cooler here than a large majority of the of the uh, country right now. So, I'll Dude, take Florida. My house this week, every window was fogged in the morning when I got up. Oh yeah, all week long. That's how much humidity we have here. So. But I still got five times the property tax a year, so I, I, I'm complaining. That's all right. I got three times the uh, property insurance rates, so yeah. Well, that something needs I, to be done. I can't figure it. that. I can't figure that one out. There's floods in Vermont. There's uh, tornadoes across the Midwest, and then uh, other states in the South, and landslides in California. And knock on wood, not a single problem in Florida this year, but yet my insurance rates are three times the amount anywhere else. Well, that's where I think our government and our president and all the other presidents in the past have to do something about the disgusting, horrible insurance companies. The, the way that they could take your money for 20 years, and if, God forbid, something happens, they claim bankruptcy just, and move just, on. Just yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. Excuse my language. It's it just so... Yeah, and, it's bull... There should be something done. There should be uh, where they have to be throughout the country or something like that where they cover everybody. They can't just come to you and, and charge you guys extraordinary rates. And then I think if, they, if, they, if they're able to write uh, auto insurance uh, uh, policies in the state of Florida and they have a homeowner's policy division, then they have to write home. That should be a, a, a stricture of doing business in the state. You know, if, you, if you're going to do auto policy, then you have to do homeowners too. I yeah, mean, something has to be is. done because I've seen the prices. Cause I've looked at, I've been, I look at houses all the time down there, and it ain't nothing else. But then when you see the $3,000, $4,000 a year for homeowners insurance, that's ridiculous, yep. dude. Yeah, I'm paying, I'm paying $3,100. And, my, and, and, and the messed up part of that is john is and 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 i know i'm going to get hate mail over this let's forgive student loans that people signed on and gladly took them and don't want to pay them their fight not pay them back but what about somebody like you john had been in this house for 15 years or whatever your homeowners was not that way all of a sudden no, they pass a law they stick it to you but nobody wants to help john the guy that gets up every day to go to work who's paying his bills 
and all the other Floridians that are getting screwed by this, but they want to forgive student loans. Well, Doug, my governor is more interested in running for president than he is yep. in taking care of homeowners. Well, that's most of them. Problems. That's most of them. Mine here is more worried about lying about uh, COVID and stuff like that and getting reelected, if you get what I'm saying, with the nursing homes and all. Like what went on up in New York and all. They're all nuts. My point is, uh, they worry about things that it seems like everybody that gets something does what they're supposed to do are the ones that aren't taken care of from both sides. Pretty much the way it goes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so like, like you, you have no choice. What are you supposed to do? Give them your property back? Well, that, that's the thing. I mean, what, what I, I'm halfway paid out. I'm paid half my mortgage off, you know? So at this point I have to, I'm buying the house. I mean, yeah. what the heck am I going to do? And they really have me over barrel. I mean, it's just, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, it's just like all of us, too, with our electric and uh, gas bills. I mean, people's gas bills and electric bills have doubled. I don't hear anybody, where's that money coming from? We're all on a set salary. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not, yeah. I can't go to my boss. Oh, I need, my electric bills went up. Like, why not forgive that? Where's all my money at then to pay for that? You, you understand? Like, everybody that's in a house that's working and, and doing whatever they need to do, they don't get taken care of. Let's, let's just nope. give anybody money. Doug, when I was 21, I had big plans on going to college, and you know what I did? Mm. I went in the Navy so I could get the GI Bill to pay for it, so I'm just saying. And, and, and I'm all for fighting back. They, they, I, I understand the exorbitant interest rates and all that. That shouldn't be allowed. I, I would back the president 100% if he said he wanted to cut interest rates down to like 2% or something. I'd be on board for that. I get that. The, the banks and the lenders still need to make their money. I, I understand the gouging. I agree with that. But to just total forgive it? At the very least, it make them pay back what they got. Not yeah. forgiveness. How about yeah, actually, that one I agree with you. And I, I'm not a big fan of that at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I said, I went in the military, so I would have money to pay for my college education. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I would have known it was going to be free, <laughs> I, yeah, I still would have went in because that's me. But, you know, yeah. I mean... It was certainly a factor. Yeah. So. And I'm all for kids getting bamboozled that are paying like exorbitant amount of interest rates. I get all that. Like, forgive the interest, but still make them pay the money back that they took. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's my problem with it. And just like with you, like, you had no choice. They had a choice. Like, you were already there, and they changed your. They just say, well, John, you're paying three times the amount of homeowners insurance, and it's your problem. Nobody's there to help yep. you. That's my problem with everything in a nutshell. Sorry about the political podcast, people, but you know what you. Fun. But you know what you down, get when down you the, down the rabbit hole on that one. Yeah, All but right. you know what you get when you pull up into the Main Street pub. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get into some food and wine, John. Mm, let's eat. Make me hungry before I get to the house. I just coughed. Did you hear that, John? No, I didn't. Good. I hit the mute. Thanks for time. the update, though. Uh, well, Dude, I'm checking to make sure I hit the mute. Don't be mean to me. I'm never mean to you. Never. Never. Why won't my iPad slide, John? What the hell is going on with it? Yeah, you, I'm touching the screen and I don't want to move. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, now it's back. I don't know what the heck happened. I'm trying to scroll to get to the front. The very first one, John, is the Alps. Uh, Swiss cheese. Uh, no, well, you're close. Swiss cheese fondue. Yeah, you're very good. Dark chocolate fondue <laughs> with berries, pound cake, uh, meringue, 
And it says new, It's and it's a plant-based item, John. And then we also got warm raclettes of Swiss cheese, alpine ham, baby potatoes, uh, I don't know what the cornichons and baguette. Cornichons. They're little cute little French uh, pickles. I was close, cornichons. I was close. Yeah, you, you don't like pickles, so no wonder you don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not a pickle kind of guy. Yeah, Brenda made this incredible salad the other day, and she had a, a cucumber on it, and I barely got that down. Oh, love cucumber, love pickles. Yeah, Brenda loves some cucumber herself. Uh, warm raclettes, raclettes of Swiss cheese and baby potatoes, cornichons, and a baguette, and anything there strike your fancy, John? I had the... Uh... Uh, the Swiss cheese last year, it was, but uh, I mean, it's okay, but it's nothing real exciting. You know what I'm saying? So, if I get that, but, it'll be around eight o'clock at night after I had five beers in me, and I need something. Yeah. You know, but anyway, they got the beverages are Stiegel Brewing Company Brewery Key Lime Radler, a Uber Vision Gruner Valentiner, Valentiner, and a Frozen Rose. So. Have you ever had the uh, Rattler, John? I don't believe so. I wouldn't try anything that was named after Uber anyway, so. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't? <laughs> I, I hate Uber drivers, if I haven't told you before. Uh, I haven't told you I part-time Uber now, John? <laughs> uh, Just don't do it at Disney World, we'll be fine. Okay. Well, I, I, what about Lyft drivers? You like them? I don't, I, they're, uh, honestly, most are both. They both have a Lyft and an Uber uh, thing okay. in their uh, windshield, but usually the Uber one's the lit up real bright. So that's the one that generally cuts me off, flips me the bird, <laughs> or uh, uh, generally drives like a moron, or tries to run me over as I walk across the parking lot. So. Uh, we're going to Australia, John, now. Uh, let me guess, lamb chops and shrimp, and uh, lamb chops have little potato crispies on them. You're pretty close, John. Uh, grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp with potato, uh -huh. with peppers, onions, snap peas, and a coconut chili sauce. Uh, roasted lamb chop with a mint pesto and potato crunchies, John. So you're almost right on. <laughs> and Lemmington the, yellow. The reason I know that. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, the reason I know that one so well is because every year we're like, we have that every year. We don't need to get it. And then we walk past and you smell that lamb grilling and you go, mm. all right, yeah, all right, yeah, we'll <laughs> share one. So, so you, it's very good. You like that, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's very tasty. And I, I'll at least I have, uh, you know, one nice bite out of it and then I take it in all the bone. So. <laughs> <laughs> on all the bone? With your Lefin ah. de, de Mont, right? Uh, grease coming down my chin. Ah. That's pretty like a uh, caveman. That's awesome. Enjoy. And then they got a Lemmington, a yellow cake with raspberry filling with a chocolate coconut. Uh, beverages, Yalamba, the Y Series Vanier of South Australia, and a, and another one, a Chateau Tanunda Grand Barossa. Robbie will read this. I'll have the Grand Barossa. But I can't. Uh, Barasso Valley from Australia, John. So, you haven't any... What would you get there? You're going to get the lamb again? 
Yeah, I'd say I'd say we just skip it because we can try new stuff. But I'll walk by it and smell the lamp job, and I'll probably get it. So. Yeah, well, I'll probably I I I'll go buy the lamb, John. John, I probably won't be eating at that booth. Uh, Belgium, John. What are we gonna have at Belgium? Uh, some waffles with some beer uh, beer braised beef and mashed taters. Are you reading this from your truck as you're driving, or what are you doing? I might have been to the food or wine festival once or twice. So. Yeah, you're pretty damn close there, Jonathan. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Uh, beer braised beef served with smoked Gouda mashed potatoes. I will be definitely getting that, though, John. Oh, they were good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That I has w- everything I like on it. <laughs> I will definitely, definitely, definitely be getting that. Uh, what else do we have here? The Belgian waffles with warm chocolate ganache and Bel- Belgian washer with a bar- berry compote with whipped cream. So, are you, uh, you'll get, you're going to end up getting the beef with me there, John? Yeah, I had the beef. Uh, I get the beef every time. And then one year I tried the waffles just to say it was different. And I don't know about you, Doug, but I haven't had a lot of really good waffles in my life. I'm, you know, I'm an ego kid. You know, I'm an ego my, kid. My, my, John, yeah. what's your so, favorite way to have ego waffles? Uh, just typical, I would imagine, butter and syrup. Okay. The best way to have an ego waffle is peanut butter and jelly jar you ever tried peanut butter and jelly on a waffle no that sounds too sweet for me dude i'm telling you but no you don't have to make it sweet what you do is you fill both sides you fill all the crevices with peanut butter and then you put just a lake and the peanut butter all melts down into the waffle john (laughs) and then you slightly glaze it like a quick glaze of the jelly John, I'm telling you, it's life-changing. My godson, Jimmy, <laughs> fought with me a, a while about it when he was little. And if, after he tried it, the kid never went back to syrup again, dude. <laughs> Just try it one time for me. Peanut butter and jelly on your Eggo waffles. You'll never eat them with syrup again, John. Yeah, if, I, if we ever buy Eggos again, I, I will. But, yeah, well, I tried them one time just because that's the only waffles. I, I mean, we have Waffle House down here, so I've had them there once or twice. And they're actually really good, too. It's It's... A different item when you actually get a fresh waffle so yeah I tried them and they are actually really good they're fresh made waffles they have the waffle maker there so it's it's a different item altogether as opposed to the frozen <laughs> the frozen version I've eaten my entire life so yeah well we definitely I do the egos quite a, not quite yeah. a bit but I get on a run them I'll have them for a month or two and then I won't have them for a month or two you, you, you know you know how you get on those runs with those. oh yeah uh, so we have the Belgium chilled coffee, non-alcoholic, Brazier, I don't, it's an IPA, Da Schaffel, Hublon Schaffel, an IPA, it's new, John, a Brazier, it's a Brazier as I'm friends, so any Brazier I like, John. Yeah, yeah, generally I'm a big fan of Brazier. Yeah, so. me too. <laughs> well, alcohol and IPAs. Yeah, so. alcohol, IPAs, and Brazier, so I'm all in, John. <laughs> uh, a Delirium Red Fruit Belgium Ale. Have you ever had a Delirium Red Fruit Belgium Ale? I've had a Delirium before, but not a not the Red Fruit Ale, so no, I don't think I've tried that one. Okay, then they got the Brewery Vans Steenberg Golden Drock triple ale that's new 
sound interesting to you, John? Yeah, actually, those do. Uh, uh, they sound that one definitely sounds like it's probably got a high alcoholic content, though. Uh, so that might be one you have to be a little careful with. Yep. And then they got a Belgium chilled coffee with a featuring chocolate deluxe salted caramel chocolate liquor and then you can get the beer flight here john so we might have to go try a beer flight if you're with me one night yeah yeah that's what i uh, i've seen that earlier and that's definitely what i'd hit just to try just get a little sip of all of them so yeah i'd take a sip and you'd finish them is what's going to end there up there you happening, go that's, john. That's, see that'd be my job you know? yes brazil john uh cheese bread uh a pork belly and a uh, black lager. Yeah, you're very close. Yes, you're very right on there. You got the Fajija black beans with pork belly, Brazil nut pesto, and Ben's original. And then you got a Brazilian cheese bread, John, like you said. And that it sounds like so boring, but it's actually delicious, and it goes really well with that uh, uh, pork belly if you get a good pork belly. I've had both sides of the coin here. I've had the pork belly, belly, where it was my top five thing that I had the entire food festival, and then I've had one that was cold and, and tough and tasted like crap. So it, it really varies. So. Well, I've had the two together, and I dipped the cheese bread into the pork belly, John, and that's yes, a, sir. It's a home yes, run. Sir. Have you done that before? Yeah, yeah, that's the winner right there. Yes, that's like... Me and Brenda or whoever I'm with, you'll get the pork belly. You get two of the cheese bread on the plate. Each of you get a cheese yep. bread and get the dipping. Now, you can't double dip. No double dipping. Single dipping. Yeah. Take a big dip. You know, no, no George Costanza. You can't double dip that chip. But anyhow, then you got the Brazilian black lager and a frozen... I ain't even get into it. A Caprihini Cachacha, John. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got the next place, John. It's called Beer Wings. Now that's <laughs> John might live. If I looked up where John lived besides home, that might this might be the place, John. Just put Johnny Orlando's picture outside. Uh, Beer Wings has peanut butter and jelly sticky wings. Have you tried them yet, John? I'm gonna make a hard pass on that one. They got the garlic parmesan wings, John tried them no i only tried the classic buffalo last year i think okay they got the orange cardamom wings john they're new wonder how they would sounds, be yeah that sounds somewhat interesting and they got traditional buffalo wings with celery and ranch and then your favorite john the impossible chicken tenders <laughs> <laughs> uh, why just why? Uh, why and then they got unnecessary spicy yet extremely tasty scotch bonnet pepper curry wings with a with cool cucumber yogurt new and then they got buffalo brussels sprouts with plant-based blue cheese so they got a bunch of beverages here john frozen fusion twining pomegranate and raspberry herbal tea fused with orange ice cream molecules that's non-alcoholic they got a pickle milkshake john I'm going to have to try this just so I can poo-poo on it, I think, John. I don't think you need to. I think that would be a waste of your time, effort, and money. But, you know, hey. Uh, it just Pickles. sounds so yeah. stupid. i got to understand why. It sounds, sounds ridiculous. Yep. Sun King Brewing Cap uh, Capriccia Lager, John? I might have to try that. 
That sounds pretty good. Yeah, C. I think it's C A I P I R I N H A. Sapatra, Sapara, Sapara Lager, Sapara Kapara Lager. Is it S A P O? No, it's C. It's C. Oh, but I'm wondering if no. the C is S. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But Sapatra Lager. They got a Brew Hub French Connection IPA, John, which is new. Okay. Three Daughters Brewing Old Fashioned Porter, which is new, John. I know you're in for the Three Daughters Brewing, aren't you, John? Yeah, and uh, I like porters. So, yeah, yeah that sounds interesting. And then yep. they got the Beer Flight. You can try all of them. Then they got a Black Hard Cider Company, Tropicolata Hard Cider, which is new. Bold Rock Peach very hard cider which is new and then a three daughters brewing raspberry lemonade hard cider which is new or you can get the cider flight so i'm wondering if the beer flight comes with all four of those beers no oh, no it's all it's three so i'm in i might try that beer flight because i i'd probably like the lager john and you can end yeah, up with that, the porter and the ipa john well that sounds like a good trade for me two for one buddy how can you go wrong <laughs> Uh, where you park now? I am. Are you home? I am. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. You got about a, another 15, 20. You okay with that? I'm uh, uh, texting the wife, see if I can, she can bring me a beer. Oh, dude, <laughs> look at you. If I got to hold on for you to go get one, I will, John. <laughs> Actually, if you could give me uh, five minutes to uh, take a 10-7 and uh, a beer, that would be fantastic. So. How about you do this? How about we cut the show right here, and then you text me when you're all comfy? Sounds like a winner. All right, that works. Awesome. Okay. All right, bye. Bye. So you did your 10-7, you got your beer, and <laughs> we're at Bubbles and Brine, John. Woohoo! And it's opening later this fall, so it's probably not going to be open in August, but... Anyway, it's going to have some jumbo shrimp cocktail with Prosecco cocktail sauce and grilled lemon. you got to have that grilled lemon. Uh, Jonah Crab Claw cocktail with stone ground mustard sauce. That looks delicious. And, uh, you know what Jonah Crab Claw, uh, Jonah Claw, Crab Claw means, though, right? Yeah, go ahead. Fake. No. But anyway. I didn't know that. Because it yeah. doesn't say plant-based. No, well, it's not that. It, it's probably the, uh, the fish, you know, that uh, resembles crab. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's supposed to be a stone crab claw, mm -hmm. but it's not. Okay. So, uh, and caviar with a traditional accompaniments: champagne cream and blini. I wonder what kind of caviar they'll have. Beluga. You think? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> you I don't doubt that very much. You want to know why I said beluga? It's the most expensive, but that ain't gonna happen. It's the so only what, damn caviar I know. <laughs> I actually worked for uh, Culinary Classics, and so I delivered the four different types of caviar that we carried. And uh, I'm gonna go with they're gonna have paddlefish. So, uh, well, <laughs> so, well, if it's as good as the paddlefish food, <laughs> no. <laughs> the pictures look pretty good here of it with the little cakes and stuff, John. So I, I yeah, I've might... got blinis and stuff. So yeah. yeah. I mean, I, the food don't look bad because I got one iPad with the menus and I got my other iPad, iPad open. I got the pictures. Okay. So look I at you. See, yeah, so I could see both. So it doesn't look bad. Dude, we're professional here, John. 
Doug's Doug's uh, recording studio sounds like NASA or something. He's got all these screens going. And... Oh, dude, I got four screens. I got two iPads. I got my HP laptop, and I got the Apple, my CPU, all going at the same time. I look like a trader in here, <laughs> a very poor stock trader. But I have the attitude of one, the, the hyperness. There you go. So, But what's the alcoholic beverages we have here, John? Uh, Moe and Shed Dawn Imperial. I'm I'm assuming these are. Uh, well, that's probably a, what a uh, champagne. I would think yeah. so. Yeah, Vouve uh, Clicquot Rosé <laughs> and a Dom Perion. So yeah, that's a, definitely champagne. So yeah, I haven't had. Dom I don't. Pe- I don't see. I, I don't see Dom... prices in. Yeah, I don't Go see ahead. any price. But I haven't yeah. seen. I haven't had touched a Dom Perion since I won a dance contest, John. <laughs> I used to get a, a kick out of it because back in the day, you know, before I was married and yes. stuff, I used to I used to uh, perhaps uh, go to a certain establishment locally known as Hooters oh, <laughs> so, okay. for uh, chicken wings and beer because that's what you get at Hooters is chicken wings and beer. Yeah. But they had a they always had a hundred dollar uh, special and mm-hmm. it was a bottle of Dom Perignon and twelve wings. So uh, I always wondered if anybody ever ordered it. Probably, you know. Yeah. So. Well, it's like the local uh, uh, club around here. They had this uh, dance club, and they were, you know, kind of not Disney dancers. And, and <laughs> <laughs> me and my buddies would go there, and uh, when I first started dating Brenda, we'd stop in there every once in a while because they'd have a free lunch. You go and buy a good pitcher, and you get lunch, and. We used to brag about how great the food was. <laughs> Same thing about Hooters, right? The food is awesome, dude. <laughs> well, I, yeah, honey, I got to stop and get wings because nobody makes wings like Hooters yeah. makes wings. Yeah, the place is called the White Horse Lounge, it's called, right? And telling my wife or girlfriend at the time as we just started dating how great the food was there. And she's, we, she's telling her friends, Doug really loves his lunch at this place. And she goes, they go, you know what kind of bar that is, right? And... Brenda didn't, and she goes, well, you didn't, I, I told her, but she didn't put it together, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it was great, dude. We get done at 2 o'clock, and it was, you buy one pitcher of beer, and the food was free, and it was good, actually, but it was funny. But it it always made it better. So the food's a phenomenal at Hooters, right? Michelin stars over there, John. Oh, man, best wings I've ever had. Yeah, but. Anyhow, we're at our old favorite here, John. Oh, Canada. So Absolutely. Go, go ahead. What do we have, Johnny? Well, see, I really wouldn't have needed my uh, tablet for this one. But no. we're going to go with a Canadian cheddar cheese and bacon soup with a, served with a pretzel roll. And a Canadian filet mignon served with mushrooms, borzen black truffle and sea salt mashed taters. And a borzen black truffle and sea salt with butter. And uh, both of these are really good winners. I am a little disappointed that they don't have scallops. They've had scallops here before, and I'm even more disappointed that they haven't had the, they haven't brought the salmon back. Yeah, that, that Canadian salmon ago. was incredible there. Yeah, yeah, I make that about once a month. I, I've got the recipe from one of the books, and uh, it's fantastic. So. It is, and I love the Canadian cheddar cheese soup, and it needs to stay. But really, I'm if I come in August, there's no I. I, I I might end up getting it just because, yeah, you know, because I love, you know, love the place. But I might end up getting that when I eat inside. But 
I guarantee I'll have two or three fillets during food and wine that week. And, <laughs> and but I just but the point I was trying to make is I wish that during the summertime they would split the menu like they did with some of these other festivals, and maybe have the salmon for the first month and then switch and and then you know or leave it on there for the summer months because who wants really who wants cheddar cheese soup at 96 degrees out yeah and and a lot of this stuff like that you could def i could definitely see going inside and eating it in lasalle while you sat down with a nice beer or a nice glass of wine but yeah that's not something that it's hard to eat honestly when the sun's beating down on you today actually wouldn't be a bad day i mean it's probably about 78 degrees out there right now because of the rain we've had all day so uh but for the most part man 96 and cheese soup no. Yeah, it's not going to sit well on your tummy. But so. 96 filet mignon and mashed taters, I could eat at any time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can forego any any uh, queasy stomach on that one, right? Yeah, it's so. probably my go-to of the festival, John, all the time. I love that filet. And it's interesting because they, they obviously steaks are a little um, personal, you know? Yeah. I mean, you like yours a little... Uh, medium. Uh, I prefer uh, Lisa prefers hers almost rare. I like mine a little medium rare, medium. Um, so you know it's it, it. But they do a good job of striking it somewhere in yeah. the consistent range that everybody can eat. Yeah. So I'm, you know what I mean, dude. As long I prefer more to the pinkish light brown. I don't want it burnt, dude. But I want it done. I I want I don't want blood. I I, I don't do blood. Yeah. I don't want to bite it, and I, I want to see juice, not blood. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, you know? But yeah. I get it. I'm not trashing anybody else for the way they like it, but I just don't do blood. But they do make it a good temperature where it's very tasty. Yeah, it's it's very palatable for almost everybody, you know, unless you like steaks very rare or very well done. Um, it's going to – and there, I don't think they ever – I'm sure if you asked for one well done, they can probably put it back on the fire for a little bit yeah. and actually get or, – or grab you one that's been sitting under the heat lamp for two hours. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? most of the time I tell them done and they'll wait a minute and get me one. You understand yeah, what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I'm telling yep. them I'm willing to wait. I just don't want to see any blood. That's all. Yeah. Uh, char and char. Oh, wait. What do we have for beverages here, John? That uh, looks like Collective Arts Brewing Audio Visual Lager. And a Chateau de Chens Cabernet Sauvignon. So, actually, I'd get that glass of wine to go with that fillet. So, that sounds pretty. That sounds like pretty good uh, mid-afternoon snacky poo, doesn't it? Yeah, but I will be prancing and dancing on my way over to the car and getting a moose head. <laughs> well, if you're heading that way, just yeah. grab me a Lafinda Mon. Yeah, exactly. There, so. That's what we'll be doing, John. Probably. So. Uh, Char and Chop, my friend. Ooh, opening later this fall. Now, this one sounds... Yeah, this is all new. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. Roasted porchetta with lemon parsley, salsa verde, and shaved fennel salad. Uh, grilled impossible spicy sausage with herb polenta. Who cares? It's impossible. Putinesca sauce and ricotta and a meat authority. Trio of shaved meats with baby arugula, pickled mustard seeds, truffle oil, and grilled ciabatta. Ah, that sounds good. And the roasted porchetta, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of of the of the porchetta that I've tried from from the delis and stuff that I delivered to. I mean, we had mm-hmm. some really good stuff that I delivered. It 
it's just not my type of meat. It's a little too fatty, and it has a, a unique taste to it that I didn't care for. But it would be interested to to have it with roasted and all the the lemon parsley and stuff on. You know, I, I'd probably try it to try it. I know I yeah. get no impossible sausage. I only eat sausage. No. It's going to be bangers and mash. And and it says meat authority, but in a trio of shaved meats, but it doesn't say what shaved meats. I mean, mm. is it prosciutto? If it's prosciutto, I'm all in. Yeah. If it's prosciutto and uh, and uh, brisola and and maybe uh, porchetta on that, so I can have three different types, that would be fine. So. Some salami, maybe. I'm okay. Yeah. Some, yeah. Give me, give me a goddamn pepperoni slice, and so I'm okay. But just tell me what it is. This is yeah, like don't... A, this is like the fish of the day crap. Sustainable fish of the day. I, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it and get an olive loaf and a bologna. No. I mean, you know, or I don't want no turkey either. <laughs> I don't want a turkey breast either. Shaved, do you? No, no, not at not at the food wine festival. No, I'll have it on my Sammy. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. China. Uh, oh well, with drinks. Oh, there there drinks. You got a, my bad. My bad. Yeah, I messed yeah, up, John. You got a Krombacher Pilsner, North Coast. Laguna Baja Vienna Lager. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Uh, Motorworks Brewing Midnight Espresso Coffee Porter. That sounds like the perfect pick-me-up in the middle of the afternoon. Yes. And, and a, a Go Ghee Birdie Pinot Noir. A Bloody Mary with seaside-grown Bloody Mary mix and curveball barbecue whiskey. That sounds and like an 11 o'clocker to me. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something you grab first thing in the yeah, morning. Yeah, get your back Hair on the dog. Horse. Yeah, back Hair on the horse. dog. Yep. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, I'll be going up there. I will be trying that North Coast Laguna Vienna Lager. Well, there's another beer flight for us to grab. Yeah. Or, uh, I, I like a Bloody Mary, so uh, I don't know. That sounds pretty good, too. So. I mean, I know you like the Porter. Dude, I might even like the Pilsner because that's on the lager side. So there you go. Yeah. We got all kinds of interesting stuff to hear. Oh yeah, that coffee porter, I'm all in. I like yeah. that. I love those. So that's good stuff. So. We're headed to old China. And this is one this uh Lisa's very excited about. Crispy duck bail mm -hmm. bun with hoisin sauce. So they're gonna have a crispy duck version of It looks the... good too. The picture looks delish. Okay. Yeah, it looks okay. like uh they look it look like dumplings actually, John. All right. Uh, they're also going to have pan-fried chicken dumplings with house-made sweet and spicy sauce and a dan-dan noodle, spicy porks with Szechuan sauce, peanut butter, and sesame. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what the picture popped up was the chicken and dumplings. And right, I, right, yeah. I, I will have two servings of that, John. <laughs> that looks really good. I'll, I'll, I'll probably try to... to I lo Dude, it's hard for me not to like anything on a pay bun, John. I mean... You, you could put almost anything in a bay bun, and I want to try it. What about you? You're not trying Daffy or Donald. You just ain't going to do it. I I'm, know you. I've had duck uh, before, dude. My, I, mine is a, a lamb and and a veal are the ones that I stay away from the most. I will I will try this bay bun because I love a bay bun, and I don't mind a duck. All so. right. So you're not you're. I'm gonna say you're not a big fan of uh, suckling pig either, huh? No, so. <laughs> no, no. Now let it grow, dude. That's all I'm saying. To you. Uh, but I'm gonna have. I'll probably get both the crispy bay bun and the uh, the dumplings here. I don't know about. I don't like the 
I don't know. I might try the new the dump the dump the the noodles with the spicy pork, but I yeah. don't like peanut butter with my sauce sometimes. What about you, John? I don't know. I I I like the uh, obviously peanut sauce and stuff like that with some of the Chinese food. So it'd be interesting to uh, actually peanut butter. I don't know. No. I, it'd be. That'd be something different to try, so I might give that a shot. I mean, if we're standing there together, I know I'll eat the other two. I, we'll have to get each our own for that or split it. Because the, the dumplings aren't bad. You get two dumplings, so it's good. It's very splittable. Yeah. The chicken and dumplings. So if it was the yep. two, if me and you're there together, we might, you know, get one of each. Yeah, of a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of this, even if the bail bun, if it's just one, we could definitely cut in half. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm into trying this, the three of them. So. All right, and then for drinks, you got a passion fruit bubble tea. Uh, I'm not a big fan of bubble teas because that's the one drink that I allowed somebody on my bus with, and it spilled all over the back <laughs> of my bus, and they didn't even try to clean it up. Jerks. So I appreciate the yeah, I appreciate the, it. Didn't even let me know. It's just a giant mess in the back of the bus. Yeah, probably chapic descendants, John. <laughs> uh, fiery dream citrus vodka triple sec guava nectar nectar nectar. Gee whiz. And spicy hot honey syrup. I'm rubbing off on you, John. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, by Joe Punch. Chinese, that thing. Beju spirit, pina colada mix, lychee syrup, and sparkling water. Fireworks, Jose Cuerva, gold tequila, citrus vodka, orange juice, and mango syrup. Now, shouldn't Jose Cuerva be in the French, I mean, in the Mexican pavilion? Am I, am I wrong? I, I, you know what? China does that though. Uh, their drink that they have down there at the uh, Fortune House, or House of Fortune, mm -hmm. is that the one that? Yeah, um, is called Tipsy Dicks and Lo Oh, I'm sorry, Tipsy Ducks in mm -hmm. Love. Excuse me, mm -hmm. uh, Tipsy Ducks in Love. But it has coffee, Coke, and I think it's Coke and Jim Bean in it bourbon okay which is and that drink is phenomenal it is delicious it's one of my favorite drinks all the way around uh, world showcase mm -hmm. uh, it's delicious um but yeah so they they have a tendency to put um other mm -hmm. you know other uh countries liquor in their drinks so mm -hmm. and a brew hub lychee foo draft beer and that's actually, that? but it's actually from lakeland so no no i might give that a shot yeah me too yeah funny story about lychee doug when i worked at the, my last job it was a uh a friday before i was supposed to hit, take the truck home for the weekend and they had accidentally put a whole case of lychee fruit um concentrated mix on the back of my truck that mm -hmm. didn't need to go anywhere and it didn't make sense to run the thermo king all weekend to keep it uh frozen and so I had 12 things of this lychee fruit to, uh, and they told me to just take it home and use it. What do you do with 12, <laughs> uh, three pound containers of, so 36 pounds of lychee fruit concentrate? Yeah. Call I, some friends. <laughs> I don't even, what, what? I mean, so yeah, needless to say, it was a waste of time. So. That's sad. Yeah. But. Uh, Coastal Eats, my friend. Uh, lump crab cake with aioli and vinegar slaw and oysters Rockefeller. I might be banging both of these out. I love me some oysters, so uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm there too. And a lump crab cake, yeah, I think we can do those. Yeah, I could see getting that lump. 
sending you to Canada, and I'll go here and we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> that would be a good combination. Some oil. We got appetite. Oh man, we got appetizers. We got dinner. Yeah, just think of it. I get two fillets from there, while you're grabbing the crab cake and the oysters, dude. Fantastic. With a couple right? beers. Tell me that ain't a nice little meal, John. Surfing. I don't know if we'll. Uh, Honestly, would you maybe make? Will we even make it the rest of the way around <laughs> after that? So. No, I might go two of the crab cakes, two of the oysters, two of the fillets, and a La Fin de Mont and a and a moosehead. We would be living pretty large, wouldn't we? <laughs> That's not a bad dinner at all for two no. people for what probably thirty five dollars. Yeah. So. Yeah, the La Fin de Mont probably cost more than the yeah. crab cake and the and the oysters. It, it, it actually costs more than the fillet. So. Yeah. But I'm saying they, these both look really good. I, they are good, and I could deal with that. Nice, nice round dinner time, John. Like you were saying, the sun's starting to go down. Uh, this would be a nice little meal. We'll meet in the middle, buddy. That, maybe that sounds like a plan for me and you, my friend. Yeah, actually, Doug. The two things I was pretty impressed with last year when we were walking around was there, uh, the price of the oysters Rockefeller. I think it was like, I think there was two oysters. I think, and it was like six fifty maybe. It's three oysters, John. Okay. Yeah. It's... It was it was actually a really good price comparable to to what I paid it, and and not to say that well yeah boathouse is expensive, but yeah, yeah I mean oysters at boathouse are very expensive, um, but yeah it wasn't that bad of a price I didn't think, mm. and then the the chicken wings was the other one that I was kind of surprised with because. I don't know if chicken wings up there are as expensive as all of a sudden they are down yeah, here. They're but they're ridiculous here. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, all of a sudden uh, they freaking, think they're gold or something. Freaking a pound of chicken wings costs you more than a pound of breast anymore. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so. And at one time that was that was awful off of stuff. Yeah. Nobody wanted them, so. But anyway, uh, so here for at Coastal Eats for drinks, you can get a wild, wildly brute cavee, uh, Cape Cobbler. Boyd and Blair vodka with cranberry, pomegranate, lime, and the corksicle stimulus fruit flute. So, this next one I'm very excited about. The new flavors Absolutely. of America. I mean, there's three yeah. new things on the item on the uh, menu. And all of it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, and you know what, Doug? It's flavors of America, so we should be able to uh, uh, pronounce them all. But yeah. we'll find out. <laughs> Italian hot beef sandwich with shaved beef, spicy jardinera, and ajou uh, on a French roll. Uh, Chiapino, seafood stew with saffron-infused tomato, fennel broth, and sourdough crostini. And chiquiquiles, corn tortilla chops, uh, corn tortilla chips, tossed in salsa verde with rancho, ranchero chicken, queso fresco, cilantro, lime, crema, and a soft poached egg. Mm. Mm. All that sounds. Yeah. I'm going to try all three of these at this festival. Uh, yeah, I think so. And this is all new stuff. So, and I'll yeah, tell that, you what, dude. Sounds, of all the desserts, exciting. Absolutely. And of all the desserts, a fresh carrot cake sounds good. And, and I it like looks some good. Cream cheese. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All that sounds really good. Yeah, they don't have any pictures of it yet. I guess because it's all new. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, I'm in to try all three of these. I'm I'm as excited as you, John. And I and I love the fact that. We can celebrate. I, I remember years ago, Doug, um, I was, me and Lisa were at Epcot, and there was somebody walking away from one of the cast members working in America whose name tag uh, had his name 
and then what country he was from or, or what city and country he's from. And they were saying under their breath, well, that's just stupid. Why do they have somebody from another country uh, representing America? Hello, dumbass. <laughs> we're, we're a melting pot. <laughs> yes, that's what Americans are. Is yeah. We're people from other that have heritages from around the world. So yeah. it just struck me as so stupid, that the the idiocy of them. Well, but, if they wanted so, to be authentic, then it should be all American Indians working. That's about exactly. It. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, So I love the fact that we have what? uh an italian representation a mexican re representation so and that's what americans are so well, and, i've said that for years too from the american pavilion it should have food from around our country which you know street tacos from california i mean you know fish tacos and yeah and and main lobster texas steak you know you know, uh, cuisine from Chicago-style pizza one, you know I mean, a month on the menu. Like, they should have pizza. It should change up, you know what I'm saying? How cool would it be to go to the American Adventure and you have New York-style pizza, Chicago-style pizza, and then maybe you have gourmet pizza. You, you understand, like Wolfgang Puck when he did out at Spago and all in California. How cool would that be? Yeah, I wouldn't mind at all if they took that area in front of the restrooms there on the right side of the American Adventure and turned that into another food court. Yeah. Because I think I think you leave the area alone right now that has uh, uh, the Regal Eagle uh, 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 Steakhouse. Smokehouse. Yeah, Smokehouse. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Steakhouse. yeah because yeah. – but, uh, I mean, kind of – because barbecue kind of does yes. actually – that does symbolize America and what we've done with barbecue. I mean, I realize that, you know, barbecue started down in the Caribbean and stuff like that, but I think we've taken it as, as Americans to a whole other level. Yeah. We barbecue so. sneakers now here. We do it all. <laughs> Everything's barbecue. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see a big food court built on the other side that just represented all different regions of the country. That would be so cool. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you because I watch me and Brenda watch food from everywhere. We we're foodies and, I don't see France and Ger and all these other places talking about barbecue the way America does. You know, I don't see England. You know, what I mean, I don't see barbecue like it is here. You know, no. You know, here you ain't you ain't a man when you buy a house unless you have a grill in the backyard. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the way we talk, like idiots. You know what I'm saying? But all the guys at work are. Um, oh, I'm doing a brisket. And my buddy uh, Jimmy he yep. talks about his his. Uh, his slow cooker, like you do with your slow cooker. Jimmy, I think, has the pellet grill now. You know, we're all into, oh, the other guy has the egg. You know, the egg is the shit, oh, man. You know, he, he, you know. he has one of those green eggs. Those yes. things are like $1,000. Yeah, one of so our friends it's... at work has the green egg. You know, it's like, what's all we talk? 90% of our lunch is food. Food or complaining <laughs> is what our lunch is. But we, you know. And my buddy Jimmy, and he'll love this. My buddy Jimmy, I love him dearly, but we all love because you never know what this boy is going to bring out of his lunchbox. He could bring out carrots. He could bring out uh, prunes. He could bring out catfish. I mean, you <laughs> he eats everything. And we all sit there. Uh, he'll have, uh, I mean, uh, what you call it? Green peppers, you name it. We, we, we just all sit there and laugh to see what Jimmy's going to actually bring out of the lunchbox because you never know. So, but we, we're foodies. <laughs> Anyhow, where are we at now? Uh, the beverages, well, John. Do, well, yeah, let's do some drinks from there, uh, from America. So we'll do a Rogue Dreamland American Lager. I'm in. Uh, Goose Island Beer 
company, Neon Beer Hug. That's a very good beer. Mm. Uh, but that's that's my own personal opinion. So mm-hmm. leave me alone. Uh, left hand brewing sawtooth amber ale. So oh, if you're right handed, you can't buy it. Uh, you can try all three on the beer flight. So, uh, uh, no, I think that's probably a reference to a left-handed cigarette is what I'm going to go with, which is a, a uh, you know, kind of a uh, innuendo for pot. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay, I just thought maybe they'd make you draw, like prove that you're left-handed before you're allowed to buy it. Write your name. <laughs> you know, Doug, you brought it up. So yeah. let's talk about one of the most amazing sto- uh, shops that has been open at Disney Springs for probably 30 years, and I can't believe it's still open. Do you know what that is? No, I do not. The left-handed little kiosk that sits over there by the toys uh, toy store. There's a little kiosk that sells just stuff for left-handed people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been there forever. Well, and I can't believe they're still in business. Well, when I'm on my way to or from the buses or the boats this trip, I have to go <laughs> find that place. I've probably been in it before because there's the store it's, with all the pins and everything over that way, too. You yep. know what I'm saying? About? So I've probably it, it's been just in it. It's just a kiosk. It has stuff all the way around the outside of it. So it's not really a store store that you go inside. But, yeah, I forgot the actual name. But, yeah, it's it just has been there forever. And I just can't believe that something that just sells left-handed stuff is open at Disney Springs for the longest time. So. Oh. No, one of the things I'm most excited about so far, John, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember this many loggers being on on the festival menu. I know. There's a lot of beer for you to try this time. Yeah, though. I mean, am I wrong about that? I, is, doesn't no, it seem no, like there's a no, lot of lager this year? I remember going through this before with you, and you're like, uh, there ain't a whole lot for me to really try here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah so far, there's, a lot there's of been, loggers. Yeah, there's been four or five. So, I have, I'm going to have every lager on the menu of food and wine, I'm going to have at least once. And I'll let you guys know which is my favorite. Well, maybe they're listening to us and actually trying to put some stuff that would be a little more refreshing in the yes. summertime. You know yeah. what I mean? So Yeah, I mean, I'll. I, I know you like your darker and, and heavier beers and all, but, dude, during the summer, you want a light beer. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I've been drinking. No, it's really good now. I've been drinking that Modelo Aura. Have you tried that I yet? I've seen, I don't think I've even seen that down here. Well, if you see it in your liquor store, ask for it. Dude, it is really okay. good, and it's... Dude, it's super light. It's probably only 5%. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not real strong beer, but... What I like about it is it, it, it's enough to relax you. I'll have a tool like the other night I had two, but I, it just relaxed me. It went down easy. I had a couple with dinner, and it, they're perfect for a weeknight. If you get one of them, they're not going to bust you oh, up. Yeah. You can have a couple of them. Cutting the grass, after I'm done cutting the grass, I'll grab one, and it doesn't like make you. Because you know, when you're hot out and cutting the grass and you drink something heavy, it just messes you all up. So. If you get a chance, try that. I just bought it for my friend Carol. I got her a 12-pack, and she loved it. It's the real skinny cans, too, John. Okay. Well, if I see them, yeah, I'll grab it. But, yeah. No, I haven't seen any down here. So. Well, let me know if you haven't. If you don't, when I drive, if I drive down, I'll bring you a 12-pack. Okay. All right. Yeah, that sounds like worth trying. Yeah. John's All like, right. free beer? Uh, yes. I love you, Doug. Uh, well, hey. <laughs> yeah. uh, flavors from fire. Uh the Impossible Burger Slider with wasabi cream, spicy <laughs> Asian slaw, and a sesame seed bun. Yeah. All right, then smoked corned beef with house-made potato chips, cheese curds, pickled onions, and beer cheese fondue. 
Had this last year, loved it. Uh, chimichurri marinade skirt steak taco with crushed avocado, grilled corn salsa, pickled red onions, queso fresco, and cilantro lime cream. That sounds good. I had it. Uh, it's new. This is ago. new. Oh, well, then they must have changed it. Yeah, I had they a did. Very close yeah. version of it, it seems like. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, this is a taco. I yeah. had it on the stick. Yes. Well, that's a big <laughs> difference, dude. <laughs> well, it wasn't a taco last time. So. Hey, John, when I see you, I'm going to have a, a corn dog and a taco. I'm going to see if you can tell the difference. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, because it says well, they, new. They, it, it looks good. Chimichurri marinated skirt steak. I'm in. Yeah, it sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. And a spiced chocolate tart with barbecue potato chip crust, salted whiskey caramel, and smoked sea salt. That's new too. But I like the idea of the marinated skirt steak. It has some crushed avocado, which I like. I love grilled corn salsa. Don't you love gr- corn salsa? Yeah, and I like some pickled red onions. Me too, and queso fresco is never bad, and a cilantro lime cream. Hopefully there's not a lot of that. I'll brush it. cilantro off the top, but I'm trying that, and I'm doing the uh, corned beef, John. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. So. And if I'm alone, who am I hurting with extra corned beef, John? Brenda can't complain. <laughs> I'll be in the hotel alone after this. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Doug. If you ever do move down here, that's the one thing you're gonna have a hard time finding is good corned beef. Let uh, you know it, it's tough. So, but yeah. okay, the drinks, buddy. I'm uh, enjoying Sagatok. you reading for a change. <laughs> I'm making up for it. Saga Talk uh, Brewing Company Bonfire Beer. I just like the name. That sounds yes. like fun. Uh, and it's from or, a great place, Douglas, Michigan. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know you had set up your own town. Yeah, yep, well, of course. Uh, four Virtues Bourbon Bear Barrel Zinfidel. That would be from California. And a Swine Brine featuring Jim Bean Bourbon. And I might have tried that before, and I might have found that very tasty. <laughs> so. uh, uh, I'm a... I got to stay away from bourbons, like Jack Daniels and all kind of... like That stuff, dude, is... Believe it or not, it can make me angry. And you? I, and I'm never angry, dude. You know, but um, my friends literally banned me from any kind of Jack. Because there was a... Every time I drank Jack Daniels, I might not have started a fight, but nobody could say a word to me. Let <laughs> me put it that way. Don't, like, don't disagree with me when I'm drinking Jack Daniels, John. All so right, I, haven't well, had, I haven't had I'll Jack keep... in 25 years, or bourbon. So I'm staying away from I'll... it. I'll keep you away from Jack. You keep me away from Jose Cuervo. How there we go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Jose Cuervo makes you ornery, huh, John? Uh, only time in my life, <laughs> honestly. So. Yeah. yeah. Me with Jack, it, there was probably 20 times in my life, and that's, that's being nice. So, But anyway, let's head to Wee Wee. A little bit of fun. Uh, beignet. Ah, Troy. Troy. Fromage. Uh, warm beignet filled with three cheese blend. Croissant a escargot. Escargot croissant with garlic and parsley. Beef bouillon. Palm dauphine. Gray short ribs and cabernet with puffed potatoes. I don't know what puffed potatoes are, but I'm going to assume they're kind of mashed, so that sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. And a cream vin- brulee vanilla a la con- confitier de frazi. <laughs> Vanilla cream brulee with house-made strawberry jam. So, okay. 
I'm going to try, or I've had it before, which is good, is the braised beef, the braised short ribs with the yes. puffed potatoes. Dude, it's so weird. It's like, you ever see the guy in the cartoon with the cane that would reach out and grab everybody with the cane? Yeah. Okay, well, that's what potatoes are for me. If I'm walking by a booth, <laughs> just walking along, minding my own business, all of a sudden the cane snatches me because it says potatoes on the menu, so... There's potatoes I'm in, John. And at puff potato, I got to have a puff potato. I don't get puff potatoes that often. Uh, puff potato sounds very happy. Yeah. But uh, uh, beignet, I'm just hoping it's not a very sweet beignet because if it's got a three cheese blend, mm. I don't want it to be too sweet. But yeah, I definitely got to try that. I'm I, I'm right there with you, potatoes, Doug, but I also love cheese. I'm a big cheese guy. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, escargot, I've had this several times. And Honestly, all you ever taste is the garlic and the parsley, mm-hmm. or not even the parsley. It's just the garlic and the butter is yeah. all you ever taste, and it's very good. But I, if you're looking for a unique, distinct taste that you're going to go, oh my gosh, I tried escargot, eh, you're really not. <laughs> so. yeah. I've had this before. It was I, if somebody came up to me and handed it, I'd eat it. But I ain't saying it's bad. But it, out of all the things on this menu that I'm going to try to eat in a week, I ain't even going to waste my time with that. If you want a really good piece of garlic bread to go with the beef, I might get it because it would. I mean, as as garlic bread goes, it would go really well with that beef. Mm-hmm. You know. So, no, I hear you. It, yeah, I wouldn't try it just to say that you'd try escargot because you're not gonna. You're not really gonna taste any escargot. But I I think that's often ta- that's how basically escargot is gonna be served. So well, you're not really gonna taste anything. Different. I could see getting it with the meal if you're gonna add the two together to have oh, dipping. Yeah. That's yeah. fine, but. If I my point was just going up to this booth and no, ordering that, just getting that, that, that ain't no. happen. Not unless you want your breast. To, if you're trying to prepare yourself for the vampire apocalypse, sure, you know, get that garlic in, dude. But, you know. uh, dude, I haven't ate a slice of pizza in 20 years that I haven't sprinkled garlic on it in my house. So I'm just saying, I love. <laughs> oh, oh you're 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 safe from vampires. Then. Yes, right. I am safe from Brenda too most nights too. <laughs> Brush again, but anyway, no, like. Again, me and you hanging out today, which I'm hoping we get to spend one night. I'm hoping we get to spend the night roaming food and wine together. If I, you know, if I'm down alone, it'd be a nice night for us. Yeah, and, good afternoon. And get this afternoon, whatever. But my point is, if we do this, this would be another one where uh, we get each get a beef, the braised short ribs, and then split split the escar code so we each have like a half a loaf of bread for it. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you go. That will work out good. Uh, let's see. We could get uh, strawberry rose mimosa, uh, Remy sparkling wine, orange juice, and Monin strawberry rosé. Uh, or we could uh, try a Merlot Cabernet Sauvignon blend, a Chardonnay. They don't in France. They just tell you it's a wine blend or a Chardonnay. They don't even tell you where it's from mm-hmm. or what. <laughs> we make good wine. Leave mm-hmm. us alone. Okay. Yeah, which part of France we don't care to tell you? Yeah, we don't care. Uh, Parisian Cosmo Slush, vodka, Grey Goose, Le Ch- Citron, vodka, Grand Marinere, and cranberry sauce. And this sounds like they they know that orange slushy is so popular that they're gonna try it uh, here too. So. Well, yeah. my wife will fight you over it, so she likes the slushies <laughs> from there. There was actually the one from that booth last year when we were down with you guys or whatever, the, the Flower and Garden last year. She loved yeah. that, dude. I mean, I, I got her that like three or four times, so she loved that. Yeah, that orange slushy they have all the time. I had to try it one time just because it's so popular. 
It is very good. Oh, I have with, to say. It, 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 it's so refreshing. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, and if you're not careful, it actually give you a brain freeze because it is a slushy. So, yeah. See, I think, and tell me I'm wrong here, too. I, I think if I was the czar of Epcot, right? If I was the czar of Epcot. Is that a job? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to make it one, John. So if I run for president, the first thing I will do is make a czar of Epcot. You vote for me, John? You know, uh, if I can uh, get that job, yes. yes. Okay. You'll be, you'll be in my cabinet. This is John Peters, the czar <laughs> of Epcot. And um, you want to know something? I would make you this czar because I think you'll agree with what I'm saying. I think Epcot should have, and, and this is just me, and I understand the beauty of all the countries and drinking the beers from all the countries, right? But what I would like to see is like maybe four spots around World Showcase where they have a, uh, a beer area where every beer is sold there. Like, I think Le Fin de Mont would be great to be sold in bottle in four spots. You get what I'm saying? Like, have every beer there. Like, maybe have the 30 beers that are served around the world in four individual spots or one in, in Future World. Because there's been many a times where I'm back in an area and I would love another Moosehead to go with the meal I'm having because that's what I'm craving. Don't you think that would be a good idea if they had a couple more, if they had a couple carts that had every beer? Yeah, or I don't know if you could have every beer, but you could certainly have a a, a good blend. You know, yes. you could have a uh, one from Mexico, one maybe uh, the Lafin, or or well, I know you, and mm. and more popular it'd probably be the Moosehead. Yeah, um, and stuff like that uh, around the around the world showcase instead of just uh, being stuck. Yeah, because there, uh, Doug, there are some countries that they're better. Uh, France is one. Uh, yeah, they are certainly better at making wine than they are beer. A hundred percent. And and that's what made up the, made me think of the idea. Cause I've gone and gotten beer. There's other beer. Like I like Peroni and all, you know, I do like, I love that if I can get it. Cause sometimes you can't even get Peroni at Italy. But my point is me and Brenda were eating at the France Pavilion. I got her another one of those slushies and there was nothing there for me to drink. I'm not a wine drinker. I enjoy it. I'll drink wine here and there, but I'm not a wine drinker. Like I love this plum wine. Did I give you that before? I don't think so. Well, when I come down, remind me to bring a bottle of that, too, for you. Because I love this plum wine. It's from our local winery. I love that. It's a red wine, but it's 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 made out of plums, too. It's awesome. But we were there, and I wanted a beer. And I'm like, in France, you got to roam far to get a beer I like. You know, at a, either yeah, America or, Cronen, or, or back to Cronenberg, Canada. which is just basically a boring, boring beer. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, what I used to do uh, before I actually started trying a couple of wines and stuff like that is i would bring a beer all the way from canada all the way over to france to to have with my stuff because you know i'd, I'd tote that uh la fin de mon all the way over from canada to have with yeah with food so and that's a, uh, like you said doug that's pain in the butt so. yeah it is I, I would like to have something else like there's always some of the american event at the american pavilion i can get there's always some in canada uh, there's always something in Mexico, but you understand what I'm saying? Uh, in between there, there's not a lot for me with the loggers. You, it, do you agree with me on yeah. that? That's yeah, my problem. Yeah, yeah. So th I'm happy about this. Hopefully with these loggers on the menu, it'll make things easier. Now we're, yeah, I, I, like I know you're excited about the fry basket, John. Woo-hoo. All right, so let's try some adobe, uh, adobo yucca fries with garlic cilantro aioli. And that's going to be plant-based. How exciting. Hmm. Uh, Hi, it's I me, fry Sheriff Woody. Sounds like somebody's Default trying to get your attention. Fries. Who knows? It could be my... Did you hear that, John? 
Yeah, a little bit. Sorry, my friend Carol's on a tour, and she's texting me left and right. So <laughs> go ahead. She's on vacation. All right, nice. My uh, barbecue bacon fries with smoked aioli and a sweet potato casserole fries with candied pecans, toasted mar- marshmallow cream, and maple bourbon glaze. And, and for Doug, pickle fries with dill ranch. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. But they're all plant-based. They're french fries. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> well, you got barbecue b- b- bacon on one. So, and I guess, yeah, yeah, the other ones are. I mean, everything yeah. else is, should be plant-based. I mean, the yucca so. fries actually look pretty good, John. Yeah, this wouldn't be bad. I just don't know if Food and Wine Festival, I want a bunch of fried stuff. Well, you, you know? get a, a fry. They have a fry flight, John. That would be interesting. Yeah, it looks uh, good. Yeah, to, to try, you know. Yeah, well, me so. and you there with a, a La Fin, the Moosehead, a, a French fry flight, looking over World Showcase. How wrong could it be, John? Well, uh, well, I don't know if you're going to need that Moosehead, Doug. you got a Stone Brewing Buena, Buena Veza salt and lime lager mm. from San Diego. Uh, and a salty dog cocktail, Boyd and Blair potato vodka with grapefruit juice, ginger, simple syrup, and lime with a salted rim. Well, there's another lager I got to try, John. Yeah, there you go. That would go good with your fries. Yeah. Uh, let me guess, Germany: a potato gratin, pretzel roll, and a bratwurst, <laughs> <laughs> and some apple strudel. Uh, bingo, lollipop. Yeah, and uh, and I could do that without looking, even though I'm here, but. I mean, have they changed anything in the 20 years or however long this festival's been going on? No. As long as I've been, we've been paying attention to the Food and Wine Festival. And actually, the first couple of years that we were out there, uh, I hate to say this, but the first couple of years that we went to Epcot in the fall and the Food and Wine Festival were going on, and uh, we were out there with JJ when he was very young, we, we just totally ignored all the food. I can't believe we did that, but we did. It it, it, it was like, I think it was like 2006 or seven. we were mm. like, hey, maybe we got to try some of this stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh, well. But no, I mean, uh, I mean, I will say the pretzel roll with mustard and bratwurst. I mean, it's, it's, it's good old fashioned, my kind of food, but not when I'm at a festival. You understand what I'm saying? Like, no. if I'm at lunch around here and there's a fresh roll with bratwurst and i'm into it but at the festival i mean unless you've never had a bratwurst before the, you know i don't know and and well i mean honestly doug it's good i don't have my it, it's so hard to find the noodle gratin inside at the at the uh, summer fest anymore we might have to actually get this pasta gratin with ham onions and cheese just because it's hard to find the noodle gratin anymore that they have all the time they used to have yeah that's so disappointing they stopped that yeah yeah uh, but you can wash all that great German food down with a uh, Gaffelkalsch, <laughs> <laughs> a Weiss, uh, Weissenstoffer Feast Fest beer, uh, Schafferhofer Prickly Pear Hefeweizen, uh, Selbach Oster Riesling, which is a wine, and a Dr. Low Alcohol Removed Riesling. Why would you even bother? Or you can have a beer flight. Which, yeah, here I'd probably get the, the beer flight. Uh, the Schaffenhofer Prickly Pear Hefeweizen is almost the same thing as the um, Schaffenhofer that's so popular out there, which is the grapefruit um, beer that you see all everybody enjoying now. And that really took off from Epcot. I, I see that beer all over the place now, 
and it really was at Germany for the longest time, and it really grew in popularity um, from from being out there. So they now have a prickly pear version, which is is going to be you know the same type of beer but w mixed with uh, prickly pear juice, which would be interesting, something yeah. different to try. So yeah, I'll probably skip this booth altogether, unless I <laughs> like I am in the mood for that. If by some chance I get a chilly afternoon in August and I'm in the mood, you understand what I'm saying? Like a rainy day that turns into like 70 degrees and it gets chilly at night. Because that happens every once in a while with the thunderstorms, a wind blowing. I might get the noodle grind, but besides that, I'm not going there, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, what were you going to say? I was going to say this morning I'm loading people at Port Orleans Riverside, right? And it's, let's see, I got on that bus at. No, you were uh, thinking of me. Absolutely, it was a Doug run. Uh, you know, the Davis run. It was uh, Riverside to uh, Epcot. So, of course. <laughs> How much? But, that's me all the way. <laughs> but I'm loading people at uh, uh, the South Depot, and it's 10:30 in the morning. It's Central Florida. It's about 89 degrees at that point. A guy gets a guy mind you a guy a full-grown man uh comes up to me and says it's so cold in these buses why do you guys <laughs> have to keep the bus so cold <laughs> i i don't know what to say brother i mean uh, it's because it's free in florida it's hot uh, I, uh i'm sorry because 98 percent of the people that get on this bus want it to be ice cold uh, and that's just the way it is i mean you go argue with everybody else on the bus i'm sorry buddy my words would have been to him was <laughs> in about an hour think about how cool this bus is that's yes. all i'm gonna say to you i mean at the, the first of all the temperature is set by somebody else we can turn the air off we can turn the air on that's about all we can do we mm -hmm. can't set the temperature but I mean, yeah, it's like everywhere else you go on property. If you go into the Tiki Room at 9 o'clock in the morning, if you go into the uh, Hall of Presidents at 9 o'clock in the morning, all those air conditionings are set on very, very cold because as the day goes on, yes. the doors are going to open, everything, all that see, cold air is going to leave. So, see, this is yeah. where I'm the hated one around here because we have, air, we have two units, one down and one up. Well, they couldn't comprehend for a while. They could, but I had to explain that I understand it's comfortable down here, but if I don't get it really cold down here, anything that's warm is going to go upstairs and makes the air upstairs work twice as hard. Yep. So I have it down here where we wear a hoodie sometimes, John, but if I don't do that, my upstairs air conditioner can't keep up with the heat of the day. And it ends up being like 80 degrees up there. But if I keep it the air working cold down here, if I get it down here to like 68 you understand what I'm saying? Upstairs now stays at like 74, 75, John. Yeah. And that's comfortable. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. When when I come home at night, if I actually, like last week I worked at late shift, I got home at 3.40 or 3.30, something like that. Uh, when I walked in and I, you know, I mean, I don't know if you're like me, Doug, but I can't just come in and take everything off and go to bed. I got to have a minute to, to relax. Decompress. So I got to turn on TV and, yeah, sit for 20 minutes at least to, to kind of chill out from the day but we have the house so cold yeah like you said i'm in florida i gotta put a, he a hoodie on to sit downstairs for yeah but if you don't do cold. that if you like yeah. that's what we do at night like me and brenda have a comforter on the upstairs bed because it yeah. goes yeah we get the upstairs down to like 64 degrees at night john 63 upstairs we're in yeah. hoodies yeah. 
blah, blah, blah. Because if I don't do that, if I turn the air off during the night, it can never compete with the heat of the day. Yep, yep, absolutely. So, you know, and I just tried to tell my friend Carol that she's the one that was texting me. She went away to Cooperstown. They're in New York. They're doing like a bus trip, her and her brother. It's really cool. They're doing all upstate New York, all through Lake George. It's like a seven-day bus trip through different towns and Cooperstown, the Hall of Fa- Baseball Hall of Fame, all that stuff. Nice. But it's a nice trip. She keeps sending me pictures. But she wanted to turn the air all the way up. I'm like, Carol, do you not understand when you come home, it's going to have to run twice as hard to get the house to where you want it? Just leave yep. the air on for the week. You ain't going to notice it, but the house will. You turn that air off also, and that allows damage to happen because now the house is going to go from 74 degrees to 85 degrees, and everything now fluctuates in the house. Your doors swell, your windows swell, your trim cracks. Because once you it swells, now she comes home and turns the air back on. She's sucking all the moisture out. That's when all your woodwork cracks and all yep. that stuff. So Yeah, that's that's the other thing I was going to say is not only is it going to be hot in there, but you're going to run up that humidity in that house. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, it's just, it's just, just leave the air on. We're at Greece, man. <laughs> I bet we have, let me, let me predict. I'm not looking at anything. I, I get, think we're going to have a gyro from Greece. I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, so we got a Spanakopita. We got a griddled cheese with pistachios and honey. Oh, this is so good. I'm so glad to see it back on the menu. I think it came back last year, but it had been gone for about uh, seven, eight years. So, And, oh, uh, look, Doug, a lamb gyro, or to make uh, Robbie in California happy, we'll say lamb hero yes. uh, with shaved lettuce, tomatoes, red onion, and tatraziki on warm flatbread. I hope Robbie realizes we're just uh, messing with him. Yeah, he, well... You know what? We love Robbie to pieces. He's one of the best friends of the show. But don't let Robbie, he can break balls with the best of them. So don't worry about <laughs> it. Believe uh, me. Plant, and, and a waste of time. A plant. <laughs> that's John's opinion. Yeah. Uh, impossible moussaka. Uh, well, yeah, our friend yeah. Carmen, she likes her plant based, John. So. Well, God bless her. Yep. Uh, what, the, what, what, what are you glad that's back, John? That griddled cheese yep. with pistachios yep. and honey. Yeah, absolutely. This so. this Spanakopita, they're pretty good too. They're like little 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 triangles of delight. Uh, yeah, yeah, little cheese spinach uh, pastry delights. So now, yeah, they are. Now they would be. I I was always wondering why they didn't have some kind of dipping sauce with them. Now, you know what? You're right. I mean, well, if you get a really good one, it the that. Uh, cheese inside is just melted, so that kind of serves its its own dipping sauce. Maybe but, yeah, like kind of good with some kind of mustardy, spicy, yeah, hot something to dip. Yeah. I think it would be good for them. So yeah, because you think it's almost like an egg roll, right? Yes, so. yeah. I would I wouldn't mind like some kind of mustard mustard sauce, like a mustard horseradish kind of dip. Don't you think there that you would go. be good with the grilled cheese? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I might have to steal some um, mustard packets from <laughs> somewhere and bring it down there for me. But no, I'll get that in a griddled cheese, John. All right. And we'll get the lamb uh, gyro. No. Maybe I'll get the lamb gyro on Buena Vista Lane in Kissimmee. Oh, God, you're hurting everybody right there. <laughs> That's a double whammy. A triple whammy. Mm. Milonis Winery. Tico uh, white wine, uh, Scarlet Zoe Rosé, a Cariani 
wow. Uh, Nassau, uh, dry Some red. dry red. You can get a wine. <laughs> yeah, you can get a wine flight. Yes. So. Uh, dude, I am so glad this is opening before I come. Yeah, I know what you want. So. Yeah, what everybody and I know wants. What Lisa, uh, well, and I know what Lisa wants, so, yeah. Uh, Hawaii, the Kahlua pork slider, one of the most popular items in all of the food and wine festival, mm-hmm. with sweet and sour dole, pineapple chutney, and spicy mayonnaise. Amazing! For, <laughs> it's very good. And another one for Doug, Spam mm. Sushi, with sushi rice, teriyaki glazed, Spam, spicy pan, uh, mayonnaise, eel sauce, and nori, and a passion fruit cheesecake with toasted macadamia nuts. Now, you really don't like spam? I'm not a big fan. Now, do you cook it? I've uh, my mom made it all kinds of different ways, and I just it's just not my taste. Yeah, I used to like it as a kid. I haven't had it in a while because I have a wife. <laughs> won't let me have it <laughs> like dude if, if spam goes in my shopping cart with brenda around i might get hit with it you know what i'm saying so i don't take the odds of it but i do like i might i might try this i mean we have to honor hawaii john so i mean i'm <laughs> out of honor i might try it but i had a uh, my brother-in-law they used to eat it right out of the can without cooking it. I, I, oh, I, goodness yeah, gracious. Like, well, he came up for, and I was cooking it. Every once in a while, we'd make it for breakfast, too. The go, you slice it up and put it in a pan with eggs yeah, and potatoes. Yeah. And, yeah, that's the way that my mom usually made it. So. And I would do spam and egg sandwiches and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. But I'm doing spam and pork roll and bacon, you know, having a bunch of different meats for us for breakfast. And I go to cook the spam and... It was the, we were playing golf. I said, tomorrow I'm going to cook up some Spam for breakfast. He goes, cook it. Go, <laughs> and me and my buddy Bill were looking at him. He goes, and he goes, we go, what do you mean cook it? He goes, we ate it right out of the can. You slice it and put it on toast. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, do you eat baby food too? Like, what's wrong with you, dude? I mean, there's eating a raw hot dog and then there's eating raw Spam. That's two different animals right there. But nah, he would eat yeah. it raw, dude. You said you drain the yeah. can, slice it, and eat it. <laughs> no, I mean, that's got, no, when you take that out of the can, it's got congealed fat around it. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, this is no, a Southern no. North Carolinian boy, dude, out in the sticks. Uh, uh, I mean, no, sir. No, sir. Uh, eat snails off the ground with that, too, and grab some mushrooms right out of the ground. Got <laughs> my, some squirrel out yeah. back there, I guess. Yeah. Well, my goodness. Anyhow, yeah, he would eat it raw, but I do like some spam. I haven't had it in a long time, but I will try both. I will have probably three pork sliders by the time the festival is over. At least yeah. two. Yeah, pork slider is Lisa's favorite item every year. So. Yeah. Now the only thing I'm mad about is they don't have a, they don't have my uh, regular longboard here. No, what they do have is Kona Brewing Company, Hanalei Island IPA. Oh, they get an APA. So they hooked me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, F- Florida Orange Grove Sparkling Pineapple Wine and a, a Lani Sunrise Vodka, Dole, Pineapple Juice, and Grenadine. So, again, I'm going to have to get a moose head to drink that my sliders with. It's like the lager just is nice. It doesn't, like, I love it. Like, I know, I understand you like IPA, but some of these beers that, the IPAs and all, they have so much flavor to them that you taste more of the beer than the food. Is You, you get what I'm saying with that? That's why I like a lighter beer with a lot of this food. Some can yeah, enhance I, it, but a lot of them, you taste the beer more than the food. Yeah, I can understand that. 
Yep. So now we're going to India, John. But clue right. pork slider, multiple, and multiple fillets, and I might be doing some multiple chicken and nug, uh, chicken and dumplings at Hawaii. I mean, in China too. So just yeah, saying. I think you're. I think you're going to be sneaking some spam in there too. Yeah, too yeah so. well, at least once. Don't tell Bren, Bren. Yeah. If Brenda's with me, I'll tell you straight off, she's not getting, I ain't allowed. <laughs> Maybe. If Even I get on her, vacation, come on. If I get enough of those French wines for her, it might change the story. <laughs> uh, here we are at India. All right, let's try some curry spice crispy cheese with mango curry ketchup. Uh, potato and pea samosa with coriander lime curry. And a chicken tiki masala with fennel spiced yogurt and naan bread. No. Oh. The the crispy paneers, they look interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I would try one of these. I don't know which one. Um, I like chicken. I like the chicken masala. Um, so I, I've tried the stuff like that before, and always like non bread. Um, and that potato and pea, spice, yeah, that potato yeah. and pea samosa, they look pretty interesting too because they're like rolled. Yeah, yeah and this would definitely be something that's. Not in my. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe up where you guys live, maybe you've got an Indian res, restaurant that you could get takeout from, but not here in Bushnell. No. So it'd be, that's definitely stuff that you can. That uh, I, I would try is, it because I loved the hummus fries yeah. last time from Morocco. You know, in that area, I, I like to try yeah. different things. So I might try a couple of these because they actually look very good. The chicken masala looks pretty good too. I might try all three of these just to try them. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, they ain't new, yeah. so I don't remember if I had one of these or not. But I don't, I don't remember eating in India before. Do you, John? Uh, it seems like Morocco. Had, yeah, not India. I know we've had the butter chicken. Yeah, that's a, yes, yes, I yeah, have. Not, and but that they, was years ago. But so. I don't understand why these aren't saying new. No. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, any of probably, them. To be honest with you, it was probably out there last year, yeah. and, and and I wouldn't doubt that I tried one, but it might have been. Uh, after a bunch of other stuff, or either I mm -hmm. didn't try it because I was full already, mm -hmm. wandering around the other places. So, but I'll definitely uh, but, try something from this booth. Yeah, but there you can uh, you can accompany that with a mango lassi, which is a non-alcoholic drink, a Taj Mahal premium lager, another lager for you, Doug. Mm, well, uh, I got about eight now, I think. Yeah, a Sula Brut Tropical sparkling wine. Uh, Sula Chenin Blanc and a mango lassi with thumbrus chai cream liqueur and a corksicle stemless flute. So, but yeah, here I, I think I'd have to try the uh, premium lager with you. I just like the name. Taj Mahal sounds really yeah, cool. Yeah, so, you know? absolutely. I'll be trying it. I'm going to try every lager if I can. God willing. You could. You could go ride Thorn, see the Taj Mahal, and then go over and have a Taj Mahal. Longer. There we go. So. I'll tell you what, this next booth, I'm going to get fat at. <laughs> and that's the uh, Irish Ireland. Indy, so I'm happy. Yes, sir. Uh, the Fisherman Seafood Pie. I had this one time, and it had a whole claw of crab meat in it. Oh, my goodness. It yeah. was fantastic. Uh, roasted Irish sausage with Colcannon potatoes and onion gravy. Oh, yeah, that yeah. sounds awful lot like bangers and bangers mash. mash. <laughs> uh, warm chocolate pudding cake with Irish cream liqueur custard. Sounds like yeah, it sounds like ch ch the toffee pudding. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Something like, but dude, the seafood pie and the 
the bangers and mash are without a doubt going to be eaten at least once. Oh, oh, that, that great seafood with some mashed potatoes on top. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's yummy. Um, and you can drink all that, or you can have a drink with all that. Let's have some Kilkenny Irish cream ale, which is very good. Uh, Bonrati mead honey wine. I might actually have to try that just to say I've tried mead. And a Guinness Bailey's coffee shake. Which that sounds good too. Yeah, I like some Bailey's Irish cream, as long as I it's a decent too. night out. Like again, it can't be hot. Yeah, yeah, and it depends how big it was. If it's a small sampling, you know, maybe, uh, maybe just a, a couple of ounces you can get for a couple of bucks, it might be worth trying. I mean, it is a shake, but still, it's going to be rich. So. Well, we got some seriously breaking news here, John. Oh my goodness. Germany, are you looking at Italy? Yes. They have new stuff. <laughs> and not just one, not just two, but three new items on the menu this year, John. Come on, Germany, catch up with your... Yes. <laughs> with your, and yeah. I'll be trying both of these because it's new. All right, so you can have a focaccia ripiena, a freshly baked focaccia, beef meatballs, tomato sauce, and burrata cheese. Love burrata cheese. I love me some good meatballs. There you go. I'm making that tonight. Uh, Cavatelli with sweet sausage ragu with crispy applewood smoked bacon. That sounds good, too, don't it? It does, indeed. Instead of just... Hey. A, I mean, the ravi always were good. Like, my godson, Jimmy, he's a you know, he's Italian, so the, when he, I went to the festival with him, he had probably eight ravioli that week. I mean, every time he walked well, by, it was, give me an out, I, I want a ravioli. <laughs> you know, it's like... Raviolis are, are potatoes, John, to him. You know what I'm saying? So... But I'm in for both of these, you. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, honestly, Italy, for some reason, last year was about $4 more than any booth around around the rest of the world showcase. Hey, well, Tony the Soprano rev- put the, uh, had to put the uh, big on okay, it, dude. Bush on that, yeah. Yeah, he had to yeah. put the big, dude. He had to, the, the waste management had to make extra money to clean the booth out, John. So, so it'll really depend. I mean, if they're... Uh, $12 again, then I don't know. But if they're, uh, you know, down at the price of six seventy-five and stuff, then yeah, I'd definitely try both. Or, Dude, and, and, and look at look how great this is going to be for me. At the very bottom, I can get a Peroni and the meatball and the sausage, and I'm a happier guy. Well, you could have Prosecco, you could have Moscato, Chianti, Italian Sangria, or an Italian Margarita. No. Peroni. Uh, a Peroni... The beef of meat, the baller, and the sausage ragu is for me. Yeah, what about that lemon ricotta cheesecake with vanilla cream? That looks very good, too, John. I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> I mean, no, that, no that, I'm happy the booth is new, John. It, at least it gives you some new options here. So. Yeah, exactly. And it's Italy and Germany both are not like Canada. Canada mm. gets a pass because they're, they're – and Hawaii – I think those two countries get a pass because their stuff is so good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But. And the thing is, okay, how can I, and and I'm not trying to offend anybody. And my buddy Jimmy is a Canadian Scandinavian, but it's a joke we have. He's from Canada. My buddy Jimmy. He's a he's American. He's his mother and father are from Canada, but. We always call him a Scandinavian for some reason, and the joke goes over well. We break his stones calling him Mr. Scandinavian. But not to offend anybody from Canada or uh, or uh, Hawaii, but 
when you think of those cuisines, it's basically all you really think of. You don't think, I think, when I think of Canada, and I know they have French, you know, French Canadians and the French food, but that's French to me. But the bottom line is, is when you think of Canada, I think of uh, salmon, and I think of steak, and I think of scallops, and I think of the Canadian cheddar. I don't think of the variety. When I think of Italy, I think of a big food palette. Don't you, John? <laughs> Italy and France. Yeah. You know, I mean, those are your two countries that, that should have some of the most diverse stuff out there. I mean, yeah, like, even uh, there's so many items that, that are just fantastic uh, like, food, food offerings. Like, I don't even remember ever seeing a gnocchi on the Italian menu for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's yep. so many things they could do. Like, it's crazy that I don't understand, like... Uh, that that it's it was the same ravioli every year. I mean, it yeah, was ridiculous. And, and they seem stuck on on uh, which which part region of Italy is more of the tomato uh, sauce base. Is that northern Italy or southern Italy? I think uh, it's. Uh, I'll get in trouble. I'm, it's fifty fifty. If I say it, lose. I'm going to be wrong. But anyway, uh, the other region of Italy is more of the fresh type of stuff with uh, more more grilled meats and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. you know, some some grilled chicken breast and 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 what about some calamari? What about some you anything, know, some John? Like Just that. change yeah. it up. The same thing with yeah. uh, the Germany pavilion. How about you at least stuff your brat with some different meats or flavors or apple? I mean, are, you, are, you understand you, what I'm saying? You, yeah. Yeah, you go inside to uh to uh beer the, garden. Uh, the beer Oh my goodness, I can't believe I uh, had a problem there. But beer garden, there's it's beer so and garden in it, John. Your yeah, two favorite things. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. But so many options in there. Why can't we take some of those other options out other than a bratwurst on a pretzel? Yeah, it, it just change it up. And then now our friends here at Japan also did the same thing. They got three new things on the menu, John, or a couple two yeah. new things. So So Let's look. A uh, fire taoki roll, sushi roll with spicy tuna, cucumber, and pickled daikon radish served with spicy sauce. Trying it. Hey. Yeah, spicy tuna. Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, we had that beef. two days ago, actually, from our local Chinese uh, Friday uh, Japanese place. Friday night, I got a sushi for us. It was 95 degrees up there, hot. I called Brenda. I said, this is a perfect night for sushi. There I ordered, like, five sushi rolls, and that's what I had my... Uh, my couple Peronis, I mean, my couple uh, Mordellos with uh, my fresh sushi on Friday night, John. It was yeah, a good night. Very nice. We got some spicy, uh, king cra uh, spicy king crab roll. We got a tuna roll, spicy tuna roll. We got our regular California roll. We got mom a sweet potato roll. And we got another uh, avocado kind of roll. Five rolls we got, John. We were living yeah, large. Nice. Sounds good. Yep. So go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, beef Wagon Don, traditional Japanese bowl with American Wagyu beef over steamed rice, and a teriyaki chicken bun, steamed bun filled with chicken vegetables and teriyaki sauce. Uh, I'm, I'm a little disappointed because this is last year they had udon noodles. Oh, dude, I know you're upset. Dude, we'll have to go inside of the Japanese pavilion and get some udon noodles somewhere there. I know we can get them there. Yeah. We'll get them there. I'm just, I'm just happy you're. I got you hooked on noodles. <laughs> uh, but uh, I will see. be trying all three of these, John. I like that. <laughs> Presley, stop! I like the bun. Presley said he wants them too. I do like yeah, the. Hungry. I do like the buns. So. Yeah, yeah. Actually, all three of those sound pretty good. Um, spicy tuna sounds really good. So. Yeah. 
Uh, we can drink uh, with that a sake passion cocktail, moon on the water sake, or a brew hub momo amber ale. That sounds good. Uh, not narrow. I'm going to go get me another lager somewhere else, John. <laughs> uh, you know, I would try. I would probably try that. Uh, well, although the the amber ale's from Lakeland, so I don't know if that's actually Japanese. So I might try. I don't know. I tried sake twice. And I didn't care for it either time, but I think it's time to give it another shot. So yeah, I like sake, so I might so yeah. I might try the sake passion fruit. Yeah, the very last time that I've actually gotten, you know, foobar was from sake. We went to <laughs> we went really? to a Iron Moto, a place. I was probably twenty years ago, fifteen twenty years ago. Eight of us went out, and we were eating it. It was bring your own, so my buddy brought this really good sake and port wine. And we had that port, sake, port wine, and beer. I mixed them all. Ooh. I didn't get sick, but I, dude, the room was spinning for three days after. But there you me and my buddy Kent were there, and the wife finally had to shut us down because we were like our 13th piece of shrimp a piece in catching them. And the guy wouldn't quit <laughs> the chef. And one of us would quit. So finally, Kent caught number 13, and Brenda goes, That's it. And then Brent and then uh, Melissa Jeff's Jack's uh, uh, Kent's wife goes, if you catch this one, Doug, we call it a draw. So I had the pressure on me to catch the thirteenth to call it a draw. <laughs> but yeah, we were drinking sake and wine, and we, we I, eating fresh. Uh, uh, hold on, John, I got to pause this. He has to go out. Give me one sec. All right. So as I'm back after Presley threw his temper tantrum, he gets that from his mother. It's not me doing that, John. Nothing to do with you. No, I never throw temper tantrums. But anyway, yeah, the last time I got busted up was some good sake. But I would try that. It sounds pretty good. Now we're off to Kenya, John. Kenya. So let's try some Kenyan coffee barbecue beef tenderloin with sweet potato corn melee pop and kachubaro slaw. Or a peri-peri skewered shrimp with citrus-flavored couscous. Yeah, well, I, I, I think I would, I, I, I would try these. What about you? Especially, yeah, I think so. especially, yeah, you know, yeah. barbecue beef tenderloin, dude. It's hard to pass up a tenderloin. And you get a nice surf and turf yeah. option right there for you. Yeah, so. nice split up. Yeah. And the beverages are a big option here, John. I'm gonna go take a huh? break while you read all these. Uh, whew, let's see. let's see. Eighty one Bay Brewing Company, Congo Pilsner from Tampa, mm. and that was your option. Okay, <laughs> so this is Kenya, uh, which is in Africa, which uh, South Africa has some fantastic wines. Uh, surely Kenya has a couple offerings for at least some wine. I, I'm yeah. not saying I would try them, but at least they have, should have some options. Yeah. And speaking of options, John, Mexico's knocked it out of the park themselves with three brand new. Oh, look at this. I mean, there's a lot of new items here on the on the menu there, this year, in my opinion. There are, there are indeed. Uh, let's see, uh, tostada de carnitas, braised pork on a fried corn tortilla with black beans, avocado mousse, queso fresco, and chives. Taco de Castilla, slow braised beef rib on a corn tortilla with salsa de chile. Morita, avocado mousse and spring onions. And a pastel and possible layers of traditional Mexican flan and tres leches with guava <laughs> and quejita. I'm going to probably go with number two, the braised beef short rib. Uh, let's get your corn tortilla, Doug. Yeah, I'm going to have to try it. Dude, it's weird, though. It's hard to explain. We, we went out to 
uh, authentic Mexican restaurant around the court. It's, it, we finally went there. Brenda's it's called Aztec. Me and Brenda's been wanting to go there for a couple of years now, and it's one of those. It sits back far enough in this shopping center where we keep forgetting about it. You understand what I'm saying? And then we'll think about it after we went. And finally, we're on the way home from Mom's doctor's appointment. I go, "Where do you guys want to go? We're gonna take Mom out to lunch." Blah blah blah. And she goes, "Let's go try Aztec." And we went there. Dude, the corn tortillas did not taste overpowering like they do when you buy them sometimes or certain places. It's hard to... Uh, how I explain a corn tortilla is kind of like tequila. You know how some tequilas have aftertaste and others don't? Yep. Some corn tortillas have aftertaste, others don't. These ones at Aztec did not. And they had the best... They did the homemade guacamole with the avocado table side, John. I could have just had that for my meal with the for, with the <laughs> chips. It was so damn good, dude. So I, I I agree with you with guacamole. Sometimes I have made that entire meal. So it was so good. This girl with the bowls and all made it right in front of us. It was it was phenomenal, dude. I I don't I don't think I've ever ate that much guacamole in one sit in my entire life. It was <laughs> that good. So I would try the short rib. John, John, at the very worst, if I don't like the the, the taco, I'll take it all out and eat the short rib. Oh, there you go. So, uh, let's see. You can have a trouble in paradise margarita with that Ill illegal mezcal. They're actually advertising that it's illegal. Cool. Uh, watermelon liqueur, rosé wine, lime juice, and agave with a chili lime powder rim. A fly a fly away margarita. Nachelon so tall, pineapple ginger juice, chile ancho verde liqueur, and tequila with a sweet dried chili salt rim. And just a random Mexican craft beer, which apparently we do not which one know which one they're going to put on there. It's whatever Uncle Juan wants to give you that week, I guess, you know. Find on a deal, whichever they find on a deal. Yeah. Well, we got the noodle exchange, John. Yep, and that's opening August 15th. Shaved beef ramen with shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots and daikon radish, shaved peppers and a soy egg, and a citrus sesame broth impossible pork it, it's not impossible if it's pork and mm. it's not pork if it's impossible i'm just saying <laughs> uh with shiitake mushrooms pickled carrots and daikon radish baby bok choy and a soy egg and a savory chicken broth thai shrimp with rice noodles shiitake mushrooms and basil and coconut curry broth mm -mm, not gonna fool me with that one no, exactly right. No, 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 uh, sir. It sounds good, but don't do it. Yeah, I can see both of us. We'll take the cut. Yeah, we'll oh. have the shrimp, and then we'll both. Oh. Oh. Damn it. Yeah, and I love coconuts right. myself. I love myself uh, good mounds, but I just can't stand it in my broth. <laughs> uh, tofu ramen with shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots, and daikon radish, shaved peppers, and baby bok choy and citrus sesame broth. Yeah, well. I, dude, I like some ramen every here and there, but I probably will be totally... The noodle exchange will not be on my radar at all. Not I with everything else that's out there. Yeah. Uh, but if you do head over there, you could have a Parish Brewing Strawberry Moshi Berliner Weiss or a Pacific Rim Old Vines Riesling. So. Now passing yeah. all of it. The refreshment port, yeah. Johnny. Uh, you can have a spicy githuri with white beans, pigeon peas, uh, Ben's original long grain wild rice and Kachiburi slaw. No, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. 
Uh, but yeah, here to drink, you could find a Gulfstream Brewing Company Cloud Nine Watermelon Hibiscus Lager. Oh, I'm lager in. For Doug. I'm in. I don't know. If, I don't know if you're into a watermelon one. But yeah, hey, I like not? watermelon. I'm a big right. watermelon fan. I'll, if it's a lager, I'm going to give it a shot at this festival if I can All get right. there. So. I heard you say that. Yep. All right. Cider Boys Mango Tango Hard Cider and a North Coast Brewing Company Prankster Golden Ale. Mm. Well, I'm the prankster, so, uh, but I ain't getting that. Yeah, I might have to try that. All right. Refreshment, refreshment Port hosted by Boards and Cheese. Uh, you can have a braised beef poutine. French fries with braised beef, virgin garlic, and fine herbs, cheese sauce, cheese curds, crumbled boards, and garlic, and fine herbs, and a gherkin relish. And try this it. One's, it. This one's interesting because I know for the longest time out in Canada, before I was like into trying all this different food out here, one of the most uh, popular items at Canada was uh, their beaver tail thing they mm. had. Yeah. And they it always sound it, it's it, uh, before I've heard of the I food, know. it's always been like <laughs> wrong thinking about beaver tail, John. So I don't it know. It sounds inpro- yes. inappropriate. Yes, but uh, but uh, yeah, they're gonna have a cinnamon sugar beaver tail, yeah. and I I believe uh, uh <laughs> See, I believe it. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta get this just so I can come home and tell all my friends I had beaver tail at Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know what? My wife was perfectly fine with it. <laughs> okay, yes. So, but anyway, but, uh, <laughs> sorry yeah, if that I offended you people. Like, well, I think it's like a funnel cake is what I yes. think it is. Well, so. We're going to try it. I want to tell everybody I've had the beaver at the Epcot. So, All right. So what you can have with that beaver tail is a Boulevard Brewing Company. Oh, it it did its thing to me. It jumped? This. It did. Uh-oh. Random. And I was bringing up something else, so I got to get back to it for I'm you. I'm getting there. Uh, where are we at here, yep. John? We're down at the refreshment port. Uh, boys and cheese. Uh, the Belvedere Brewing Company Quirk, Quirk Pineapple Orange Whip Hard Seltzer, a Florida Orange Grove Winery Sparkling Peach, and a Corksicle Stemless fruit Flute. So. Yep. And now we're at Simmering Sips of Hosted by Corksicle. Uh, you got it you wanna, yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you want a guava cake with whipped cream and coconut or a prize? Just prize. Strawberry cheesecake soft serve topped with a mini cheesecake and graham cracker crumbs in a specialty vessel. Oh, wonderful vessel. I like cheesecake, so yeah. I don't know. It, it sounds delicious. So yeah, um, you can drink with that. You can have a drink. You can have a tropical mimosa with sparkling wine and minute made passion fruit, orange and guava juices. Berry mimosa with berry fizz, sparkling wine. Bloody orange mimosa with sparkling wine and bloody orange juice. Blood orange juice, not bloody. Uh, <laughs> beer mimosa. Boulevard Brewing Company. Berry noir sour ale and sparkling wine. A mimosa flight, and that cork sickle stimulus flute. I probably gonna pass unless I really felt like cheesecake. Yeah, me too. Spain, yeah. John. This has been one of uh, uh, me and Lisa's favorites the last couple of years, uh, especially when you go in August and September because uh, everything is uh, or or two of the items are cold. 
Um, so you've got a charcuterie with a selection of imported Spanish meats, cheeses, cheeses, olives, and an herb serrano vinaigrette. A paella with a saffron rice, chorizo, and shrimp. And the seafood salad with shrimp, bay scallops, mussels, extra virgin olive oil, white balsamic vinegar, and smoked paprika. And that's the one that Lisa didn't even want to try, and I got her to try it, and she thought it was fantastic. Yeah. So. It, well, the sad part is, so far watching everything, um, we've got a couple more menus to go, but I'm shocked that they're the only scallops I've seen on the menu so far. Yeah, you're right. I think so. Yeah. And that's and sad usually, to me. That's kind of unusual, or at least for the last couple of years, there's been three or four options of uh, scallops. So hopefully somewhere else, so hopefully we find something else here. <laughs> but, uh, 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 let's see, uh, there in Spain, you can have a Vina Borgia Macebo White Sangria, a Vina Borgia Rosé Sangria, a Vino Borgia Garnacha Red Sangria, or a sangria flight, and I'm disappointed with that too because they had a white wine here that I had with the seafood that one year, and it was fantastic. So it was not a sangria. So this, eh, well, it is what it is. So. And then you got the swirled showcase, which is a bunch of of desserts that me Ice and cream. John don't like. <laughs> Ice cream. Uh, Mickey-shaped liquor, ice, uh, nitro cake, soft serve, vanilla, apple cinnamon, and salted caramel. And you can get yourself a float with vanilla ice cream or a grape, uh, fan of grape float and vanilla soft serve ice cream. There you go. Beverages, you got a frozen apple pie, a cinnamon apple cider. They're both non-alcoholic. Three daughters toasted coconut porter. You like that, John? Uh, yeah, actually, I did have that one before, and it actually was pretty good. Yeah. And what about this, John? Three daughters toasted coconut porter float with vanilla soft serve. I'm gonna pass on that beer and ice cream is just not my. That's not my. Uh, that's not my uh, cup of tea. And then you got a berry fizz fragolino red sparkling wine float with vanilla soft serve. Tangerine cafe flavored by Medina, John. Yummy, yummy. Although it's not. It's not the tangerine cafe that I ever want. I don't think it's ever coming back now. So mm -hmm. uh, let's see. You can get a grilled. Shimula chicken or Moroccan spice lamb kebabs with carrot, chickpea, salad, and garlic aioli. Fried falafel pita with tahini sauce. Stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus, chamola, and dips. A pistachio cake with cinnamon pastry cream and candied walnuts. I don't see your hummus fries on there, Doug. No, me neither. Probably going to end up with the fried falafel. Uh, I would go with the lamb kebabs. Oh. Yeah, it was, they were good last year. So. You know my rules with lamb, dude. Some <laughs> Mary had a little lamb, and I couldn't eat it from her backyard, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can drink with, with that. You can have a drink. You can have Three Daughters Brewing Fig Hard Cider, a Keel Farms Raspberry Citrus Hard Cider, Blake's Hard Cider, Peach, whoa, Peach Party, Peach and Blackberry Hearts. Oh, my goodness. A fig talk cocktail with fig vodka, sparkling wine, cranberry juice, a hard cider flight, or that corksicle stimulus flute that seems to be about at 10 different uh, <laughs> kiosks this year. So. Not happening. Yeah. Uh, wine and wedge, John. You got yeah, a, and this looks... It looks... They got some new stuff here. Yeah, yeah. let's take a look. Uh, assorted artisanal cheeses and accompaniments. Boars and fig and balsamic souffle with fig tamponade 
Southern pimento cheese with bread and butter, pickled vegetables, and grilled bread. Or an artist palette palette of wine and cheese, assorted artisanal cheeses and accoutrements, paired with Selbach, Oster, Zeltinger, Sonner, or Honor, Rising, Spatzel. Hartley Apple Brandy and Flood of Orange Groves Winery Black and Blue Port. Woof wee. Woof wee's so. right. Eh. Ah, the pimento cheese. Yeah, you know, I, I love me some pimento cheese. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I was raised down here, so, <laughs> you know, what can I, I say? But, uh, and then the wines. Uh, you've got a Selbach, Oster, Zeltinger, Sonner, Hauser, Weisling, Spots, Hartley, Apple Brandy, Flo- Florida, Orange Groves, Winery, Black and Blue Port, and a flight of all three if you want to try all three. Uh, none of them, please. Uh, additional festival location. You got fl- funnel cake at the American Adventure Pavilion, John. Oh, and then the food, you got ca- candy bacon funnel cake. Funnel cake topped with vanilla ice cream, candy bacon, and maple syrup. Why don't you pour a Coca-Cola on top of it and some powdered sugar? <laughs> Holy <laughs> moly. Uh, Joffrey's coffee and tea cart. You, they got, you know... They, they always have their specialty stuff there. You got a nutty caramel mocha cold brew and a spirit version available of Caroline Carolyn's peanut butter and ice cream liqueur. So, and near Disney Traders, John. Uh, yeah. Uh, Hava horchata, sweet blend of espresso and horchata topped with whipped cream and cinnamon, and a spirited version available with Grey Goose and Kahlua liqueur. Yeah, that, that's different. I mean, um, actually, uh, our convenience stores down here are actually have uh, a lot of them have put uh, put the horchata into the uh, fountain drinks. Oh, okay. Um, because yeah, because it's it's so popular down here. So, uh, and and I've tried it. It's not bad. Uh, but we put that with some espresso and some liquor. It'll probably even get better. So. Yeah, I hear you. Near Canada, you got frozen. Roseberry, a refreshing blend of frozen lemon and strawberry and syrup. That's new. And spirited version available of Grey Goose Vodka. So I don't miss I guess there's multiple things going to be available with Grey Goose. Near Mission Space, John. Amaretto iced tea, a sweet and nutty blend of black iced tea and amaretto syrup. And you can add some citrone orange liqueur to that if you'd like. And we have... Uh, near Mission Space. You just read that one, right? Near Mission Space? Yep. Okay. Yeah, Connections Cafe and Eatery. Yep. Remy's Leg Waffles, Cream Cheese, Leg Liege Waffles with Cream Cheese Icing, Graham Crapper, Crapper. You got Graham, he's on, <laughs> Graham's is on the Crapper, and he makes these great breadcrumbs, but it's Graham Cracker Crumbs and a Remy Chocolate Ganache. And then you got Beverage only at the Connections Eatery is a Yucatan Sunset Margarita, John. So, and that's it. And I don't, I don't see a damn. Uh, they have a cheddar and bacon soup that's going to be over by Canada too. So, at the World Showcase booth, but John, I don't see a damn cooked scalp on the menu. I think this is the first time ever. 
Yeah, no no grilled scallops, no uh, sautéed scallops. Uh, yeah, the first time in a long time that I remember. I don't remember seeing any scallops on here, so. No, and, and, and I know that for a fact because if there's good scallops on the menu, that's usually at least two or three trips for me to that booth. So, because they used to have the good scallops. What was the booth that was up by the Rose Garden? You know you know what I'm talking about, John? What was that? Yeah, it, it was wine something, wasn't it? it yeah. There was a... Uh, I forget the I name. Forgot. Bob's they, probably screaming yeah. it right now. But they had a... This, remember, they had their scallops there, and then we had the other scallops that were over in Canada, remember? Or whatever they were. And they yep. were both... I didn't know which because they both had different flavors, and I don't know which one I like better. But and I got both multiple times, so I'm sad there's no yeah. scallops this year. Yeah, uh, I mean it, it's exciting to see that there's so many new options and stuff that we haven't tried before. But at the same time, it, yeah, not a single item was uh, scallops. So I don't know why that is. I mean, did we get is did something happen? Or are we afraid of undercooked scallops? Did somebody get sick? Or are they too expensive? Or or what happened? So. Yeah, there has to be a reason. I, I, but overall, I mean, I'm impressed. I think there's probably at least 10, 12 new items on the menus this year, which is good for food and wine, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, there were several booths with all new items. Um, Italy, Japan. So, you know, uh, I, I would say there's probably 15 to 18 new items. Yeah, there's, there's probably, quite a bit. Out, out of those, there's probably at least nine that I'd like to try, so... Plus, there's a minimum of six or seven new loggers just for me. So, <laughs> drinking-wise, it's going to be good. Apparently, they do listen to our show, Doug, yeah. because they brought loggers in for you. Yeah. So they got rid of scalps, but they brought in loggers. You know, you can't have everything. Yeah. So, I'm excited about this year's festival, John. If I come alone, hopefully, uh, you end up spending a day or two with me, and we can roam around uh, the springs for do a show at the Wyndham and... Hopefully one afternoon you can meet me at uh, Epcot to uh, eat our way around the world a little bit. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. I'm thinking that would probably be a Monday with Lisa, right? <laughs> there you go. Yep, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm looking forward to it. So, and yeah, maybe Monday with Lisa, and one night during the week you're working at the Springs, you could stay a little late and we'll do the show. Yeah, that sounds cool. So, <clears throat> oh my God, I'm getting a coughing spell here. But anyway, guys, sorry about the long show. We've been wanting to do food and wine now for a week and a half. So we just figured we'd get it in now. And if it's too much to listen to in one show, break it up a couple days. We're sorry, but at least we got it out there. <laughs> and we're very excited. I'm excited about coming down to see my good buddy John and seeing all the friends of the show down there that are visiting the park. So please, everybody, be kind to one another. And, John, what do you want to tell everybody? Hold your strollers, come in through the front door, and be polite, people. Be polite. Hey. There you go. And everybody, have a wonderful week. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, folks. Have a great week. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.